All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. We're not allowed off the ground floor. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It's still a gorgeous building. You it ate is. these. You better not go off that ground floor. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Me... We're never going to be able to use this venue again because I know people are going to be like, I'm going to go upstairs. Fuck. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to try this slide. I There's can, not like, can... seriously, like 10 foot drop. It, it would not be pleasant. <laughs> hey, I can, I can, I can deal with a 10 foot drop. 10 foot You're drop. Not... You know someone's gonna do it. There's one person in particular man. who will not be allowed, and I could see that person doing that thing, and I am suddenly so glad that they're not allowed. Everybody, welcome to the Utah Outcast for the 15th of January 2016. I'm officially 36 years old. I talked to Felicia on the night of my birthday. That was kind of fun. Yeah, um, fun. But we're going to get started right quick, but we got to get our business out of the way. So for any reason, if you want to get in contact with anyone on the show, you can do so by emailing us through mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Our old email address still works, UO at Pothill. Uh, by text or voicemail at 347-669-3377. But we're also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as Utah Outcasts. Duh. Um, anyway, this show, this is something that I look forward to every week. I don't consider it work or anything. This is my time to blow off steam and have good time, good adulty time conversations with people because I deal with kids all day. Uh, let's see. But it is supported by our many fans through patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts. And there, you can choose to donate as little as a buck, which will grant you access to the secret patron show that we do at the end of the episode. Um, that won't be available to the masses until a full half year has passed. That's right. After the show goes up on Monday, you'll have to wait six months to hear that content. Unless you're dying to hear it right now, like our newest patron, Adam, felt like on the last episode. So, we'd like to give our most sincere thanks to Robert, Lee, Dan, and Adam, whose continued support each episode is going to be responsible for the live show happening in a couple of weeks. Uh, we haven't locked down the time or date or anything, but we're going to be at the Watchtower Cafe in Salt Lake City, so go come check it out. Uh, my good friend runs the place, so if you find yourself going there, let him know that I sent you. Um, let's see. I know that you think we're uh, specifically pandering to those who have given support, but that's not all. Um, if you don't feel like recurring costs, you can also donate via PayPal. Just look for the link everywhere that says so. And uh, we do know that not everybody can afford to share their income with us. 
So don't fret about that because the show is free for all to download. However, we do ask that if you're done listening and you enjoyed the content, that you leave us a rating on whatever aggregator that you use. Um, that the huge little bit of help is uh, going to get our show recognized. We'll read your review on, on the air like we're going to do today for Robert Hatch, who says, Wolf Among the Sheep, five stars. The entertaining voices of reason coming to you from behind the Zion Curtain. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> um, and that little giggle that you heard right there, I'm going to introduce the panel here in a second. But we have a special guest tonight. We have Dustin Williams from the Atheist Nomads. Good Thanks evening for having sir. me. Yeah, glad you're coming out. I'm glad you got a six-pack with you, too, because you know how to do it right. <laughs> I actually only have three beers with me right now, but there's more in the fridge. Oh, good. You're not going to go dry. That's great, because you need the lubrication for this show. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. And finally, to uh, Felicia, those... Felicia has a concern. <laughs> go on. Finally, to the audience watching us via YouTube, I'd like to personally thank the following folks who have subscribed in the past week. That's uh, Springhead21 and Mustang Justice. Your subscribes help us gain new listeners and watchers as well. So thank you so much. And if you haven't already done so, give us a thumbs up and subscribe. I'm going to be doing this for a long time. Uh, so we're in this for the long run. Keep watching us. Keep listening to us. We're going to be doing this for a while. So anyway, for the panel this week, you already heard from Dustin. Um, we'll get to your, you in a second. You just wait. Uh, but we're going to talk to Felicia and Twistle. Good, good evening, Felicia. I'm glad you're back. Hello. I have vodka tonight, so when we get to a real audio, it's going to be a problem for me. Vodka. I'm drinking um, Five Wives tonight. No, to... I'm drinking 44 Ooh. Degrees North out of Idaho. It's their oh, yeah. one. Nice. It's a potato vodka. And seriously, uh, hand over fist, best vodka I've ever had in my life. Wow. that's Well, there should be good potato vodka from Idaho. Right? You, no, yeah, think. I know. That's That's <laughs> a little surprising, isn't it? Yeah. It's really, really excellent yeah. vodka. It seriously I, is. I uh, I find out that I need to start going to out-of-state Costco's to uh, pick up vodka because apparently it's bottled by Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my favorite yeah. vodka. So the Kirkland <laughs> brand is vodka, uh, vodka is Grey Goose. I, I hate Grey Goose, actually. What? It's mm. way too sweet. Oh, that's right. We it's, did talk about this, like, yeah. first or second episode in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that might be on the lost episode that... Is yeah, that's the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't like great news. It's way too sweet. I like my potato vodkas. Uh, so, some are better than others. Um, and I love 44 Degrees North. It's I just got their plain potato, and I, I finished that way too quick. <laughs> no way am I spit so this stuff good. out. It tastes like fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we a also have... Entwine. <laughs> we have a... Uh... It was a bottle of wine. Entwine? <laughs> Same root word as my last name. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We have a uh, we have Kyle Steenblick joining us as well. Welcome back, sir. Hey, I like being back. Um, me movies, like show. Me like show. Movie like season Camp started. <laughs> movie season started already. It's we're, we're that the fun little break after uh, after the holidays is over. I like that it's Oscar season and it's again <laughs> whitewashed. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, we're. <laughs> we're not really talking about Oscars, right? Not yet, at least. Everyone's real—it's a joke right now. Better give it to Mad Max. Okay. Mad Max, best picture, please. It's please, it's, dude. It's my walk away. said that the story just wasn't there, and that it was what? not that good. And I was like, "Yeah, I've heard that from a couple people, but these are also people who like Michael Bay movies." Um, so, yeah, he doesn't like Michael Bay movies. Him and I used really, to <laughs> really. Yeah, I was really disappointed that, that he didn't that think makes, the story that was makes the, 
that makes the first person I've ever heard of that didn't like, didn't really like Mad Max. That he also Kingsman. He loves what? Tarantino. He loves. Uh, he loved Grand Pe- Budapest Hotel. <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel. Love that movie. All of I know, right? He loved all of those, and then he told mm-hmm. me Mad Max. The story just wasn't there. I was like, there was a lot of story there, sir. Tell him to re- <laughs> so much. Tell him to, <laughs> tell him to watch it again. I think. I think he just missed it. It's I'm on my things. If you, I'm on my like eight enough. or ninth playthrough on the uh, on my iPhone, and yeah. Yeah, there's there's something I pick up every time. That yeah. <laughs> I I didn't rewatch it last night because I wanted to get some work done, and so I put it on <laughs> in, and then I didn't get any work done. <laughs> I got to catch that still. So, what's everybody been up to for the last week? Uh, of course, Felicia went up to Idaho because that's no. where she got her vodka. No, no, no you, you went on a trip somewhere else. That's right. I I'm went sorry. to Mesquite. Yeah, they Mesquite. just had the Idaho vodka in Mesquite. No. Yeah. See, I was just assuming because we all played fucking Powerball this week that we all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I went. I went to Mesquite. Uh, you can Other hit way. this little tiny, like nowhere town through Arizona on the way to Mesquite, and that's where you get Powerball tickets. It's like Beaver Dam. I want mm-hmm. yeah. something like that. Yeah, is that that little stretch that goes from Utah? It's to between Arizona. St. George and Mesquite. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay. it's like yeah. 20 yeah. minutes in Arizona. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, when I went down there to do Ragnar. I thought that I was going to uh, just go straight from like Utah to Nevada, and it's like, oh no, there's this no, no, little no, stay no. over in, uh, in Arizona. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, just a, just a corner, like it's yeah, like no just, time at yeah. all. Nope. Yeah, is. you just you just skip the corner. Yeah, and but you hit the corner and you hit Beaver ta- Beaver Dam. Just the tip. Mm-hmm. Just the tip, and that's where you buy your lotto tickets. And uh, didn't win. Nope. Neither did I. Yeah. So Kyle, I'm don't think you won either. No, I didn't I don't even know if you play. played. Oh, there That's you go. The... I got one number. I... <laughs> Was it I eight? Because I got the eight. <laughs> yeah. uh, ten. I got the four. I won four dollars. Technically I did win four dollars, but eh. Yeah, I think I think I I, I think I out. said another threw out my tickets because I am not gonna remember. <laughs> yeah, I think I said I think I had said in our group, I can't imagine picking any winning numbers when I can't even manage to pick the right cue at the supermarket. <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't trust myself to pick Oh, I never pick numbers. my numbers. I do random. That increases your odds anyway. Yeah. From like 1 in 300 million to 1 in 299 million. I know. It's, <laughs> it's marginal, but it's something, you know. Exactly. So, so I think I I think I might have one of the craziest Powerball stories from this week. Uh, okay. One of our regionals, who's uh, based out of uh, Salt Lake, was was up here, and he was having all these signs and symptoms of a heart attack. So somebody oh, talked him into going to urgent care. They gave him lidocaine. He was supposed to wait 15 minutes so they could see how he was responding to medication. <laughs> he didn't tell the person that gave him the ride there. Once they got in the car, he said, oh yeah, I was supposed to wait 15 minutes, but I have to get back to my car, buy a Powerball ticket, gas up, and get on the plane. He was also not supposed to get on a plane. <laughs> and so, quite possibly, having a heart attack, he bought a Powerball ticket instead of actually getting checked out. Oh, and then geez. hopped a plane from Boise to Salt Lake, where there's nowhere to land. No. <laughs> if you take off, and you have an emergency, you're going to have to wait for an ambulance in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not going to land the plane on I-15 just for you to... <laughs> it doesn't even go through I-15. 
Oh, it's a straight oh, shot yeah. through Zaidi, nothing. Oh, yeah, there's it's mountains between there. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's 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 a couple stretches of salt flat or mm-hmm. just desolate nothingness, and and a few stretches of mountains. Uh, yeah. There are a few mountains there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, Dustin, where there's are a... you uh, ge- geographically located? Boise. Boise. Oh, oh okay. shit. Okay, I spent some time up there as a, as a younger <laughs> lad. I got family there. <laughs> I didn't realize you were so close. I thought you were out east something like all the other guests we get. Not not one of these big country people. Yeah. By the by, none of my family in Idaho is Mormon either. (laughs) I'm going to ask him a question real quick. How how long have you lived in Boise? Like your whole life or have you? Uh, Five years. Oh, okay. So it's probably not there anymore. I was going to say if Pojo's Nickel Palace is still open there. It was an old like nickel arcade place. It was. Yes. Ghetto trap. I mean, is it still there? Shit. Man. Pojo's spent, is still there. Spent so much time there. And then wow. there's, the, there's the water slide place right before you get into town. I used to spend a lot Wahoo's. of time. Oh, yeah. And there was a Taco Bell near the college. I remember going there quite often because they didn't have Taco Bell. And, oh, and I was Mount, for that. in a Mountain Home, there wasn't a Taco Bell then. So uh, the, last, the last time I went to. Boise area. I was hanging out. I was staying with some family during the summer. I was 15 or so. And um, I get there and my cousin and I are like, let's go for a walk because we were both 15 and not legally able to drive. Mm. And um, so his delightful mother said, what are you fucking stupid? It's raining out there. Middle Middle of July, by the way. It's plenty warm in the rain. (laughs) <laughs> what are you fucking no you're not walking in the rain and she like verbatim us and then again middle of summer vacation she would come in and wake us up at seven in the morning every day i was like now, i'm okay. never staying here again you're a psycho to be, bitch to be fair when it's raining in july here that's because it's a thunderstorm <laughs> okay yeah. That's the only time we get rain. <laughs> yeah, it was. You're right. There was a potential for lightning. We were going to carry umbrellas. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a thunderstorm out there. Don't go out. You might win the Powerball. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, was she it? was just like she was just like this nasty bitch the whole time. I had someone that calculated the odds of they were you know he had everybody that was a, a math expert throwing out this stuff. You mm-hmm. know you don't have a chance to win. You have this and that and everything. Yeah, yeah. like. They put up like the the uh, chance of drowning, you know, in the United States. And it was like some really small number, surprisingly small number. You know, <laughs> you know, it's still like a point one percent kind of thing of you drowning. And then there was like the lightning strike one, which was a little bit bigger. And then mm-hmm. he's like, so you're more likely to die while drowning and getting struck by a lightning bolt than you are of winning this thing. And I'm like, that's an interesting combination. <laughs> man. <laughs> and yet three people won. Yeah, oh, man. Mm-hmm. No, that, that, that's that's great for them and everything, but they got to split it too. So it's like, you yeah. fucking kidding me? I know. It's still you got to yeah. split that that's giant still, fucking pot. Like though. after taxes, you're still looking at like two hundred million dollars. Yeah, split three ways. You're you're getting down more like a hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty <laughs> million. Yeah, because each one of them has to pay taxes mm-hmm. on it. What it's is that? Tax. You're supposed to only buy a home that costs one third of your income, right? <laughs> I yeah. live in a I just want to point out that a $10 million home <laughs> is still a reasonable investment at that level. Yeah, especially where these people that one are located. That's like three trailers. <laughs> 10, $10 million <laughs> homes would be a reasonable investment at that yeah. point. 
Yeah. Yeah, it would be a reasonable investment, is my point here. <laughs> Somebody, please, just hand me just $100 million. Just. Just. Well, that, that's only gall. I mean, that's, that's pocket change. You know, it's CM Burns kind of pocket change. I'm not going to make that kind of money in my life. <laughs> so. How about we get into some news, unless anybody has any other fun stories they want to commit to for the week. I, I didn't really oh, do shit for me, I except did, for... I, I don't know. Do you, do you want to hear You want to hear about Benghazi, the movie? We'll, uh, save, yeah, that for, we'll save that near the end. Um, <laughs> After I America. finish my one, good. Oh, oh, I do. oh, do I? No, I do have one thing, uh, just a little PSA. Um, <laughs> there's almost nothing to do in Mesquite. <laughs> <laughs> there is not even, and I'm not joking here, an actual coffee shop. I am going to buy yeah. you a Sherlock hat just so you can put it on. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost some money gambling. I also won a little bit, but I lost it again. So, as you're um, wanting to do when gambling, you know, because yeah, that's, you know, that's what they're It's super is cheap to, to play mesquite. It's like $3 craps table. So, yeah, $20, mm -hmm. you can just play forever. I'm like, um, and I won at Bingo. That was cool. Um, there's a coffee shop in the Virgin River, like that the the casino. That's yeah. the Starbucks. That's it. Uh, they had a the art gallery was actually surprisingly rad, if tiny. <laughs> like some of the art in there, I was like, damn, dude, this is actually pretty good. I think like hole in the wall places like that. Their art gallery would be like posters of movies and shit. Right, yeah, you would think <laughs> terrible. God. You know, no, I, I was I, actually genuinely, I actually felt the urge to sit on the bench and stare at one of the works of art. So it was that good because I don't do that for everything, but it was really good. So, um, but they, so they had the art gallery, which took you about, it took me, like the average person, probably 20 minutes to get through. It took me an hour. Mm. And <laughs> Just drinking uh, it in. So, and then uh, the bar is apparently only open on Fridays and Saturdays. I, I just thought you, you might be right. What? The wow. bar. The one. <laughs> the one bar. You are not fucking selling mesquite to me. I don't. I would drive the extra like 40 minutes to Vegas, lady. No, you, you know what? It was awesome because we did nothing. <laughs> that's sometimes you need a vacation, oh. but that's all that you do. Yeah, Denial so Junction's better than that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm telling you, St. George has more going on in it. That's Mormon, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Denial Junction on Highway 95 in in Nevada. So, like, right on the Oregon border. Uh, they have one restaurant slash bar slash general store slash motel office slash campground. <laughs> Sounds like a Wendover. <laughs> oh. And, oh, I forgot restaurant. It's also a restaurant. <laughs> it is packed every night. Although I, there's a filled. Jack in the Box in Mesquite. Oh, they had Ooh. a Jack in the Box. Ooh. Yeah, mm -hmm. they still had that. They had a Jack in the Box out there a long time ago when I was in Boise. And we used to fucking go there all the time. Yeah, I heard you on the left show. I know. Good, yeah, fuck, I went on. For like <laughs> we have 10 several Jack in the Boxes here. I remember when there was just the one, sir. This was this was like Jack in the Box. You know, they killed a child with norovirus, right? And I'm sure McDonald's does has done worse. I'm sure, <laughs> McDonald's has raped somebody at one point. <laughs> the restaurant itself has actually penetrated someone. <laughs> I've seen those Mc Ronald McDonald statues. A reason he's got a fucking permagrin. I, I, I remember what those play places used to be like. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I do too. Tiny little tiny and like, even hamburger like, shaped. I got old enough cage. to realize how grimy they were when I was like, <laughs> I, was like I can't do I can't do this anymore, you guys. <laughs> do you remember you remember the hamburger shaped cage? Yes, and that <laughs> is so hot in the summer. <laughs> I want one. I want to find somebody who who has managed to preserve one of those. <laughs> Just so I can, <laughs> just so I can buy the thing. <laughs> Super creepy. Go, put <laughs> it up just, in a random parking lot somewhere. Dig a fucking hole in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> it gets in the hamburger. It gets the lotion again. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my Halloween decoration. I'll just put it on my front lawn. Oh shit! Oh, so let me try to segue into more bloody kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> let's talk abortions real quick. Yeah, that's, okay. that's a way to go from McDonald's to abortion. Uh, pr- professional. I feel like that's appropriate. Is that appropriate? I don't know. I think so. You know, those little nuggets. Um, so in North Carolina, uh, doctors must now send ultrasound pictures to the North Carolina officials under a new anti-abortion law. Yes, you, you heard that right. So women seeking abortions have to now have their doctor take an ultrasound image and they have to send it to the uh, North Carolina's Department of Health and Human Services Uh so that officials can verify the quote-unquote probable gestational age of the fetus Uh to make sure that everything's all above board, you know. We can't have anybody. Mm. So the the law's stated purpose is to gather data for statistical purposes only. And proponents have insisted that uh, the patients and doctors' names will be kept confidential. I really, really hope that there is an, a nice, clever doctor that just sends dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. Here you go, guys. That would somehow you said it was going to be confidential. <laughs> get some, you know, if it's going to be confidential, why don't we just like, why doesn't a doctor make like a uh, 30 seconds like a single you picture and just sends it over and over again? You can't see it. Well, like, you can't what, see it on what's ultrasound. 37 because... times 12. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 74 plus 100. I don't know. 194. I don't know. We'll see. 400 and, it's 444 weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was way off. God. <laughs> well passed. Yeah. So these um, pro-choice critics such as Garrick Brenner of the liberal group Process NC Action described the law as a creepy scheme that reminds them of something yeah. out of George Orwell's 1984. Can yeah. we have a, uh, a moratorium on referencing 1984? No. No. Not, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> it's obvious that a lot of people that bring this stuff up and they're talking about Orwellian futures and everything. They've never actually read the book. <laughs> yeah, this that, that was not in the book. In fact, I think that in 1984 they probably would have been cool with abortions, actually, because well, yeah, because that would have been cool. state mandated. Yeah, yeah, they would have been state mandated. Sorry, you have an unauthorized pregnancy. <laughs> of course, you'd be punished for having had unauthorized sex. Yeah, right, because there was that whole movement of women who were celibate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because like that was supposed to be a women's rights thing, but it had nothing to do with women's rights in reality. You gotta, you gotta lock that down. So the the proposal got pushed through by some crazy lady with an eye at the end of her name, a Tammy with an eye. 
you know, uh. she probably draws it with a heart. Um, no, but, but she just loves the little babies. Babies. She Ooh. helped push the measure, which she said was necessary to prevent doctors from lying about gestational age, <clears throat> gestational age, to skirt existing abortion laws. Uh huh. <laughs> that's a head uh -huh. that's that's Seriously? Uh huh. <laughs> that's that's not how medicine works. No. 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 At I, all. Um, was was this was this a a, a problem? No. A serious? No. I'm. I didn't think so. <laughs> so the lady yeah, had, no. she didn't have any examples of physicians engaging in those actions. No, but just in case they ever just do. Just in case. No, because they could. Mm -hmm. so, but well, they, if, I guess to play devil's advocate on a very stupid point, uh, they can't tell <laughs> if it's not happening if they aren't looking at the pictures. Okay, but here's the point. <laughs> here's the point is that after a certain, this is certain amount of weeks, the pill doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So the doctors aren't going to issue it. Yeah, but that coat hanger sure works. Sorry. Odorous Arongus. Sorry. 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 I listened to Guar a lot when I was a kid. The law also extends the waiting period for abortions to 72 hours. Which is the nation's longest. Congratulations, North Carolina. You are officially the most backwards abortion state there is. Are you sure you don't want to have this baby? Are so has, think of it this way: if you are, in, if you live in North Carolina and you're not near the clinic that you have to go to, say it's a road trip to get there, mm -hmm. and it's more of a road trip than you really want to take, so you end up having to hole up in a hotel. Yeah, you for now have to stay at that hotel hours? for three extra days. I mm -hmm. spent fifty bucks to stay two, or sorry, three nights. So seventy-two mm -hmm. hours. I spent fifty bucks at my dad's condo, and that was like, mm, am I sure I can afford? Yeah, I can afford fifty. I can do that. Yeah, and these are people yeah. that are usually having this because they can't afford to to t bring up another child. Right. No. Yeah. Every... And also having to pay for the abortion. Yeah. Also having to pay for the abortion and then probably having to take another road, you know, having to take a additional three days off work to get home, time off work. Yeah, this sounds like a really good idea. And North Carolina is not the quickest state to drive across. No. I've never been that. I don't think I've ever been that far northeast. No, but they're horrible, evil women who want to kill babies. You guys. Seems like yeah. the proximity to West Virginia just makes it more and more bumpkin. Kill <laughs> babies. Well, I, I actually <sighs> drove through North Carolina on a road trip, and then through West Virginia and Oklahoma. Were you clutching? Uh, not Oklahoma. Wrong way. Uh, Ohio. <laughs> I still don't understand how that is like one of the key like battleground states. Oh no, it's Ohio or Iowa? Sorry, yeah, Ohio is one of them too. So Ohio and Ohio's and for Iowa. the primaries, and it's Iowa, it's Ohio for the, uh, for the other way around. Because they, yeah, yeah, Iowa's okay. Iowa's like the big one. Because yeah. they Iowa's just early. Whoever says nine eleven the most. Nine eleven. I don't know. If you guys catch? I haven't watched the the debate for this week. I'm waiting for is there a, a debate our, this week. There was a GOP one where yeah, apparently Cruz came out one. saying that, you know, uh, Trump was a had New York values and like New York came back, answered in kind, <laughs> unilaterally answered in kind. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Like New York Post or whatever it is. One of the whatever the controversial papers yeah. had had a picture of the Statue of Liberty giving Ted Cruz the middle finger, telling him to go back to Canada. <laughs> but now Ted Cruz is leading in. Iowa. 
Teddy. So Ugh. he might win the first caucus. Okay, I'll be right gross. back. That's so gross. I can't. <laughs> I can't even. I just can't. <laughs> and he'll probably win in South Carolina, which is the first primary. He's yeah. such a gross. Pr- I mean, I I shared yeah, on our Facebook group earlier today that like the guys from Duck Commander are like endorsing <laughs> him as president. And like there's... there are three criteria that, uh, you know, the same guy that said the like uh, the atheist family, you know, having the uh, the vision, not the visions like saying that, you know, atheists coming over and killing your wife and daughter and raping their <laughs> corpses. And this this same guy is the one saying. I have three conditions for somebody that is going to be president in the United States. They need to love God. They need to love us as people and they need to be a duck hunter. I'm like, that's really, that's your, that's that's all you need. Fantastic. Have you, uh, have you seen, uh, it was Ted's Ted Cruz's college, one of his college roommates. Oh yeah. (laughs) Just lambasting him on Twitter. Uh, this guy's also a, a screenwriter. Oh, <laughs> so he's got he's got a huge audience. So we've got some been... deep huckleberries on this, and I'm calling it huckleberry oh. snakes. So I'm drinking huckleberry vodka yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from so 44 North, 44 degrees north. Yeah, nice. Okay, really good huckleberry country up there. Uh, no, this vodka. Okay, I was bitching about Grey Goose being sweet earlier, and this huckleberry is sweet, but it's it's also delicious. <laughs> so. Yeah, huckleberries from that part of Idaho are amazing. I've never actually had huckleberries, so I have no idea if this actually tastes like huckleberries. It's just delicious. I've, I've I don't had think the they're privilege real of picking them in uh, <laughs> yellow pine. I've only ever had huckleberry flavored things. I don't think they're real things. <laughs> they're real, like like blue raspberry. That's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I found a blue raspberry, I don't think I'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't eat the blue waffle. <laughs> so the next little news item that we have here is the Islamic State executing its first female citizen journalist. Good for them. Yeah, Wait, good for you. No. Rex, are you Jeez. trying to get me to drink today? <laughs> no, no, I'm really not. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what you're trying. First, an abortion story. Then we start talking about Ted Cruz. Oh, you like, know, I, I, Next just, uh, thing I know, you're telling me that they're they're executing female journalists. Well, I'm I'm pandering to the the assholeish crowd that had uh, took umbrage with our last episode. <laughs> you know, where where Kyle and I dared to say we're feminists. You know, yeah, yeah, you dirty rotten you, sex traitors. How, you. how dare you turn against your own sex? Like, no, that's not what we did. Well, <laughs> look, we kind of did. I mean, we kind of have a shitty sex. Eh, eh. Eh. I like you. I mean, all right. I'm I mean, not gonna lie. I mean, I the, just quieted the, up. The privilege, just, I the privilege is nice, but not nah, yeah. The privilege know. is nice, but also so is penises. <laughs> it is kind of great standing up to be. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. So no. the uh, that's not what I was referring to, but that's okay. <laughs> the uh, the the journalist was even Raka in Iraq. Um, let's see. And she was, uh, her, according to the group, her last words is, I'm in Raqqa and I've received death threats. When ISIL arrest me and kill me, it's okay. Because while they will cut my head, I will have dignity, which is better to live in than humiliation. So okay, to the very person. end. I am. You know, I know, yeah, a lot more brave. <laughs> For me, I mean, shit, to, to be able shitty, to. The really shitty thing is they're never going to make a movie about her. No. They'll make a movie about being. What? She's not a man soldier. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Saving it. 
so she was a uh, a Kurdish. She was ethnically Kurdish, and um, uh, apparently ISIS is uh, or ISIL or whatever you want to call them. They they don't like the Kurds very much. They don't like anyone. And they don't like anybody mm. except for the. Oh, they like people that want to fight for them. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah guarantee hot. they fucking take Kurds. I'll take some Kurds. Mm. <laughs> <Spoutine>. Cheese jokes. <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on from this one because it's just sad. Uh, but really they they sick. did they did confirm that she was beheaded. So, hooray! Fuck. God so, damn. There goes another hero, man. There goes another one of the good ones. So you I guys mean, you guys heard last week about the uh, Alabama court guy, whatever the hell he was, judge. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, whatever his name is, Brown, Judge Brown. He uh, he apparently inspired. Was he white? Some- no, yeah, he was white. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, he inspired a Virginia senator to introduce a bill that allows clerks to deny marriage licenses to gay couples. Son of a bitch, you guys lost. So, you people in Virginia, you need to make sure that Charles Carrico Sr., a Republican of the 40th District, needs to vote this asshole out. You guys really need to get on that. Mm. So, he made the bill because uh, the consistent constituents in his county were concerned about what happened to Kim Davis, who spent only five days in jail for denying licenses. You know, what five days. Of, Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. So the bill would in would send the engaged party to the DMV to obtain the license through the state registrar of vital records. Yeah. Which what's crazy what's the there is. <laughs> yeah, it's still forcing somebody who works for the state to issue the license. Yeah. Yeah. I just it's just packing, passing to, the buck. I just keep going back to I, I never asked for any state official to approve my marriage to a man. Mm-hmm. And I t- I'm promising you, we did not live biblically. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the same asshole lawmaker oh. who who filed a bill to reinstate the Confederate flag on license plates for the members of the Sons of the Confederate Veterans. So yeah, so the governor said that he was going to veto that bill. So. Oh, that's okay. right. No, no, there's good in the world. Wow. So uh, apparently, the general assembly there is already convened. So they're probably in the middle of wading through all the shit. And we're about to have our uh, legislative session here in Utah pretty mm-hmm. soon. Yes, we oh, are. Oh God, I can't wait for that. That's going to be. I, I can't that's wait for. Always um, awesome. I that always yeah. doesn't feel like a dick in my ass. Surprisingly. <laughs> Whoa, wrong hole. <laughs> all right. There was so much bad stuff going on in the Idaho legislature last year that midway through the session, we did a special episode on it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to have to do the same thing this year because let's see, what's not yeah. going to pass? Um, being an adult, um, medical marijuana, we're not going to have uh, you know, exp- expansion on uh, the uh, DABC to actually have more stores and more employees. They're not going to oh, give yeah, them no, any funding. That's not going to that's not gonna mm-hmm. happen. Um, DABC. If anything, we're going to have less. The, the <laughs> Department of Alcohol and Beverage Control here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. The yeah. The, the, the state the arm. Most, the most profitable state agency. That <laughs> they keep slashing budgets and they keep slashing employees too, even though they're turning in profit hand over hand. Yeah. Do you want to know something really fun? Sure. They, they invited officials from the Mormon church to come and get their opinion on the new state liquor laws. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, every time who should have wow. no say so <laughs> at all. No, <laughs> they should be turned away if they show up. But no, they were not just they didn't just show up. They were fucking invited. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Utah. At least you guys have a lot, a lot of Jack Mormons up there. 
<laughs> uh, we have a lot of Jack Mormons, and as far as politics go, it's it's more the Catholics and Pentecostals in charge. Seriously, wow. well, everybody thinks it's the Mormons. <laughs> it, it's it's the Catholics. Well, I know shit gets kind of weird when you get up to like Coeur d'Alene and stuff like that, but yeah, <laughs> at least Coeur d'Alene's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, basically, everything <laughs> from yeah the the Wyoming and and Utah borders to Twin Falls is all Mormon. And then it's, by the time you get to Caldwell, it's all Catholic. No, oh, jeez. And then the rest of Southwest Idaho is this weird mix. And Idaho is actually one of the least religious states in the country. That's true. It's just everybody that's religious is very religious. <laughs> it's also a sparsely populated state from my understanding. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about one and a half million people total. Oh, wow. Wow. Out of the like 290 in the United States, wow! That, and Utah is a considerable. I mean, not Utah, but Idaho is a considerably sized state too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, twentieth uh, yeah. largest or something like that. Man, one of the smallest populations. Yeah. So the uh, the last little bit of news that I have here um, is about the Kentucky GOP are introducing a bill that's gonna essentially de facto promote creationism by delaying school start dates. God damn it, X. What? It's okay, so you guys know who Ken Ham is, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. You know, he, he's currently <laughs> building a, a new theme park that uh-huh. is probably going to not make money just like his other one's not making money. <laughs> so uh, what they're saying is that his new mu- museum, the Ark Encounter, which is slated uh-huh. to open this summer, uh, they're saying in which in which and quoting them, they use space age materials. Fun story. Before <laughs> I was on this podcast, I actually was going to start a YouTube channel. And that was my first fucking rant <laughs> was the fact that they're having to use steel <laughs> and concrete they... to build yeah. this arc yeah. and heavy machinery. And they have to build their in- their own cistern in <laughs> case of fire. <laughs> See, I if they were to know. do this right. Construction need to be led did by. Did Noah oh. have access to pumps? <laughs> to to pump to pump water to put out a fire? Did, did Noah have access to that? No, no, because God wouldn't have allowed a fire. That's right. That's right. Because God can do anything. What were you going to say, Dustin? You know, if they're going to do this right, they need to have construction led by a six hundred year old man. <laughs> that, would, that would be the good way to. That would be the best way to do it. And, and he'd only up. have three laborers oh, yeah. and a shitload of gopher wood. So. Mm-hmm. Much. <laughs> So anyway, what they're trying to say is that they're they're trying to delay the start of the school year as close to Labor Day uh, so that more tourists will come to the two religious museums. And that means more tax dollars for everyone. What? So they're saying Grant County is set to become a major tourist destination, a major tourist destination. <laughs> That's overstating I things, know. I think. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Look, I have dreams of going to the Creation Museum and laughing my ass off, but I'd much rather go to Paris first. And if I'm going to pick, I could spend my entire life traveling before that made it to a priority. I I got a friend in Kentucky. Maybe I can go visit him out there and be like, so uh, drive me up to the Ark Encounter in your Tesla, dude. Because he's one, of, <laughs> he's a dude. He's one of those guys that bought the really expensive like Model S with like the oh. zero to sixty in like three point one or something like that. It's like super duper fast shit. And I'm like, dude, you know that makes me just you know makes my pants wet just thinking <laughs> about that car, right? So anyway, so but this is okay, Kentucky. Yeah, there mm-hmm. is no cur- tourist destination there. Mm-mm. No, no. I mean, if you even, try to 
I was just trying to think of tourist destinations around there. It's in all the surrounding states. There is nothing there. <laughs> yeah. I've been to Fort yeah. Knox out there. That was fun for like five weeks. You know? <laughs> yeah. Everything in Kentucky is stuff that you kind of stop and look at as you pass through. So I decided That's not to join the it. military, you know, like, nope. Yeah. Okay. I've been a couple of weeks in Kentucky. Fuck mm-hmm. this place. Nope. Leaving. See yeah. it. Bye army. Yeah. It, when I drove through, we really just drove straight through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't there's, think we even stopped. Yeah. There's nothing interesting there. And so, hey, we're in there, Kentucky. There's, there's people stop? laugh no. at there, but I can laugh at them equally as much in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think it's an entire travesty that they want to delay the school year, which there's already the summer slide that kids deal with. No, oh. they want to make that worse. Oh, that's because knowledge is the enemy of religion, David Silverman. They're saying well, that the, the number of school days would not be affected. That, that's, oh. not what I, that's not what I said. I said the summer yeah. slide. I know. It's just, mm-hmm. the, okay, so the people that are against it, you know, we have the principal says, uh, I think it could potentially harm many Kentucky children. This is a principal mm-hmm. of an elementary school saying this. He's talking mm-hmm. about the summer slide, which is what I, I was just mm-hmm. talking about. I do not believe it will pass. If it does, most districts probably won't like it. Just one more instance when government seeks to overstep their bounds. Again, this is a local issue and not a state or national issue. Mm-hmm. So let's let's pass sweeping fucking <laughs> laws in your state, in your county, in your city that says, yes, you're going to have to push this out. And everybody's like, no, we don't want this. What about the kids who are already low income, of which there is a significant amount in Kentucky, yeah. uh, who have trouble getting enough meals in a day mm-hmm. because of with, because without summer, without school, they get their school lunches for free. But then that means in the summer and the weekends, they go without. Well, so you want to delay that more. Yep. Because we care about our kids. We don't mm-hmm. care about them when they're we don't care about any other time except when they're in the uterus. Yep. Every other time. Or at the Creation Museum. Yeah. When yeah. they're attached well, to the, sh- the shittiest well, part of that is. Well, believe that suffering is something God wanted yeah. you to do so you could be closer to God. Well, well the, shitty- guess- the shittiest part about it is it doesn't even make sense that they think that delaying school would have any impact on tourism. Well, they're talking about at local all. tourism. They're thinking more people there would go to it. I how not a, not enough. You know. I mean, clearly, oh. clearly they are logically impaired, but no, I honestly believe this is because they actually don't like education. No, they know they don't. that if they inhibit education, that kids will buy into this and be indoctrinated more. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, because Ken Ham actually had people signing um, statements that you, that if you wanted to come work from, you had to sign the statement, which they found out about. Thanks to Dan Errol for finding that one out. Yeah. Uh, he said that people who would have to sign these statement of beliefs, including that the Bible is the actual, inerrant, and exact <laughs> word of God, and that everything in it is true. <laughs> I know. You can't help but giggle when you read something like that, because <laughs> you're like, in the first chapter of Genesis, it contradicts itself. Like, if, if you've ever watched the, um, or not watched, but what's the... What's the Bible where it has the uh, where people catch all the shit that's uh, the not skeptics guide to the no what the hell is it called skeptics annotated Bible yeah there you go yeah I got that on uh on Amazon on my Kindle and yeah I to read it I it, didn't it's mean got, that to find that because I was like so many so many crib notes that jump from one page to the next you're like like after the first chapter of Genesis you're like fuck I'm lost what were we talking about again because it jumps so many goddamn places 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, because in, okay, so in the first book of Genesis, it says that um, man was created the same time as the animals and man and woman were created the same time. No, never mind all that. How about the fact that the, the plants were existing before the sun even existed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, when they got kicked out but of the, the garden. The planet existed before light. Yeah, exactly. So they got kicked out of the Garden of Eden, and I think that's probably second chapter or anything. But it, it so Eve, okay, sorry, first chapter. You're forgetting. Eve you're, right, for, you're forgetting about there was a girl before Eve. <laughs> that's according to yeah. the Jewish one. Uh, it's yeah. still, well, there is. That's, there, that's there not was, in the, yeah. the Christian Bible. Yeah. yeah, that's not in the Christian. They got rid of that part because then it acknowledged that there was a woman who was not was disobedient. There yeah, was a, she there was was a disobedient, crea- so they kicked her out. There was a creation of God that didn't do what it said. <laughs> there was a woman who did what God didn't said not to do. <laughs> Women. And then Eve went and did that anyway. So I just kind of like have to feel like, hey, thanks, Satan. Maybe they're onto something. So in in high school, and I went to Adventist schools all the way through, and last few years of high school is a boarding school. Uh, I did a a paper for college writing class. It was a a position paper where I argued that from the Bible directly that women were the cause of all evil. (laughs) Yeah, that's in the Bible. Yeah. It was a awesome paper, and that was a lot of fun to write. (laughs) All tongue-in-cheek. Wildly offensive. Uh, the teacher actually read it in class. Everybody loved it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's good. They all thought it was hilarious. <laughs> well, that is what the Bible says. Like, oh, them women. No. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if that, I guess it depends on if you take the Bible seriously or not. Because if you don't take the Bible seriously, you're like, yeah, see, it's a sexist religion. If you take the Bible seriously, you're like, yeah, see, women are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or you take it somewhat seriously and like, yeah, you could do that if you take it all out of context. <laughs> and uh, then it really is just keeping it in context. And then they bring up the hermeneutics thing, and it's like, uh, that, that's when I start going, okay, your Bible study takes too much other study. No, men and women are equal. They're just different. Sorry, huckleberries. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we are at that point. We need to take our first break, and we need to refresh drinks and go potty and all that fun stuff. So this is the Utah Outcast, and we'll catch you again here in a minute. Be right back. Potty potty. I'm Dustin. And I'm Wesley. We host the Atheist Nomads podcast. We're godless geeks who take a skeptical look at politics, religion, science, technology, and history. We also interview leaders in the atheist, skeptic, and humanist community. Check us out at atheistnomads.com. That's atheistnomads.com. Okay, so we're back from our break, and we're going to move into our fun with real audio segment. So you have Felicia, you have Kyle, you have X, and you have Dustin joining us from Atheist Nomads. Uh, Dustin, what's the URL for your show so they can check it out? Sorry, we didn't get to that in the first segment. Atheistnomads.com. Well, that's fucking easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it really is. <laughs> now that plug's going to be on YouTube and everywhere. So I hope you get some <laughs> listeners from us. That'd be great. Everybody that's listening to us, go listen to them. This last episode they had where they were talking to a, a comic artist was pretty damn good. I'm not. No, I won't say it. <laughs> that episode's gotten a lot of attention. Uh, it had nothing to do with the Atheist Nomads. I go listen to the Atheist Nomads. I was just going to say, not everyone we've had on do you have to listen to. No, not everyone. <laughs> yep, that's so true. We won't say who, but... Nope. But not so everyone. Give, Sometimes we give just... Everyone, give everyone at least a listen. Yeah, and if you don't... And then decide if you want to subscribe. There's mm-hmm. one where you listen to me where yeah. I say, don't kill them all. Mm-hmm. 
Nope. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Nope. And okay, not so all. First up, we have Jim Baker talking about extreme weather because he's such an expert on this stuff. So here we go. Okay. I'm a 50s boy, okay? And the other day, God was speaking to me to tell you, wake up. And, of course, when you get my age, your brain always goes back to your childhood, you know, or to your teen years. And the Everly Brothers were very popular back then. And, in fact, somebody, they used to tell me I looked a little like one of the Everly Brothers, but that was when I had hair and black <laughs> hair and you know, Get to the goddamn point, man. Seriously. <laughs> and for those wondering, who aren't the Everly Brothers the ones that do the dream, 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 dream? Uh, are know. they? I don't know. I, I could be wrong there. I'm not from the 50s, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess, though. <laughs> and they, they sang a song called Wake Up, Little Susie, I think <laughs> was the name of the song. But God was speaking. Tell the people, wake up. People, I was singing, wake up, little Susie. I want to say, wake up, people, wake up, people. And God's telling you to wake up. Uh, my phone does that. Uh, <laughs> uh, or, you know, or, you know, the impending doom of me forgetting that I didn't set my alarm. Oh, fuck, what time is it? Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> wake up, wake up. There is no God. Daylight savings will fuck you up every time for that. You're like, what time is it? Yeah, I mean, it's just nice now that it's like, it's not completely dark at 5.30 in the evening yet. <laughs> yeah, I said that the other night on Facebook. It's nice. I'm stealing it. I don't want, I want the sun back. I, I just, I just want to know, I just want to know if he ever gets to the point where he tells us what, what, we need to wake Everly, up what the Everly brothers have to do with anything. I think he was just the humble bragging himself right there. <laughs> Let's go. This year ended with some of the most outlandish storms oh, at wow. Christmas. And Rick Joyner, all oh, these rays, Rick Joyner yes. warned us, and he said, when you see extremes, mm-hmm. it's a warning from God. <laughs> Felicia? Haven't scientists also been warning us about that? For yeah. you know, easily like oh, the last four decades. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. You know. Hi, Dustin. This is what Felicia said for like, I don't know. Every episode. <laughs> so yes, extreme weather is a sign of what? You know, now, okay, see, I was I've been reading David Silverman's book, Fighting God. He is going to be coming to Utah. Come to his book signing event. It'll be a lot of fun. Um I've been oh shit, that's what I forgot to talk about. <laughs> anyway, I'll get to it at the end. Um so David Silverman is coming and he talks about in his book how the religious like to appropriate science and be like see it's totally proof of god for years now for years they've been like god has provided this planet for us all right use how we we see fit and and aids is evidence of punishment from god you know and and gay people and now they're saying and, and earthquakes and now they're like they're like but global warming isn't a thing global climate change isn't a thing no, now they're saying no. Now that it's fucking apparent that it is upon us. Well, the scientists for years have been like, "So this is going to happen. It's going to be some extreme weather, you guys. It's gonna, it's gonna be pretty rough." And now they're like, "That's God." And I just love for how... years 
before. They denied that this was going to happen. This earth was for us. This God <laughs> built this earth for us. He would. He said that he would mm -hmm. never end the world in a global flood again. Now it's God's wrath. Now it's God's wrath. Now, so if you talk to the Adventists, that was always the plan, that the weather was going to get really bad right before the end days. Yeah, but that was they didn't say that two years ago. A year ago, they didn't say that shit. <laughs> Adventists have. They've always said that. They have. Well, they're, they're the, but those guys are folks. Those guys are. Those guys are crazy as fuck. Shit, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wasn't Kellogg an Adventist? I can't remember. He was until he got kicked yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So even got, they have. He his got standards kicked for out crazy. for being too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it wasn't for being too crazy. It was for being a pantheist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were all so, fine with his being anti-masturbation. That's why you should eat cornflakes. I had a bowl of cornflakes this morning. It made me depressed the whole day. That's why I was talking to you guys. I'm like, I finally attributed it to ah. the I had. I'm like, my breakfast was cornflakes. No wonder I was depressed all day. And I'm cornflakes are high fat, spicy diet, man. Just cut that <laughs> sugar out. Hey, cornflakes are edible because of the other Kellogg. Yeah. The yeah. one who actually started the company. Yeah, yeah. God, I need to go watch Road to Wellville again. Yeah, I do. I do. That was a great movie. Just the the guy healing people with by masturbating the girls is great, and he's like, no, no, I'm not being inappropriate towards your girl. I'm a, I'm healing her. She has hysteria. Hysteria. So okay, I'm gonna cut out the Jim Baker one because, fuck, because he, he's just now getting to a point, and he's just gonna say, and now it's the end times. You know, he he said that bad weather was coming, and we had bad weather. Fuck, we've had bad weather since like at least. 92 when the first El Nino hit or whenever the fuck that was. El Nino has always been, happened. Well, yeah. I know, but like the the one where like it finally gained global attention, you know, where everybody was 97. 97, there you go, because Clinton was still in office. That's right. There was a Henry Rollins skit about that one. Go, yeah, I yeah. was. Uh, I grew up in Grants Pass in now, uh, Southern Oregon, and that El Nino we had bad weather. Now they want to claim bad weather. That El Nino, we got our annual rainfall in January. <laughs> It's like last year in Utah. Fuck, we got five no, inches no. of snow all all winter long. Yeah, it was. I didn't mind. And then this year we've had easily six times that much. I hate everything. <laughs> so we're gonna move from Jim Baker, and we're gonna go. But and... he'll never tell us what the Everly Brothers have to do with I, it. You know, you don't. Damn it! You don't need to know. Maybe maybe I'll start putting them on the YouTube. I'll actually clip, put the clip underneath it. Because I did that with the, the Alex Jones one that we did for the patron show last week. Because <laughs> that fucking hurt. <laughs> and I was expecting a little bit more hate mail from people with me talking about you know the blood orgies where they want to bathe in Jesus' blood when they're talking about babies and shit. But I never got any hate mail from that. So, so Donald Trump. Donald Truck. What do you want to say? Felicia's motioning. <laughs> Uh, that Kim Jong-un deserves credit for consolidating his power. No, uh, he did not say this. I don't believe you. <laughs> Hang on, here we go. Here we go, it's a short one. If you look at North Korea, this guy, this may, I mean, he's like a maniac, okay? And you got to give him credit. How many young guys, he was like 26 or 25 when his father died, take over these tough generals and all of a sudden, you know, it's pretty amazing when you think of it. How does he do that? Even though it is a culture and it's a cultural thing, he goes in, he takes over and he's the boss. It's incredible. He wiped out the uncle. He wiped out this one, that one. I mean, this guy doesn't play games and we can't play games with him because he really does have missiles and he really does. Son have of a bitch. 
motherfucker! God damn it, son of a bitch! I need to throw something. Because this is the same guy that says, what's the point of having a nuclear arsenal if you're never going to use it? That's what Trump has yeah. gone on record to say. <laughs> Oh God, and with this statement, he's just demonstrating a, a lack of understanding of, you know, how diplomacy works. hereditary work. monarchies work. It's a cult. Or in this case, hereditary it's dictatorship. Yeah. He did nothing. He did nothing. He the, the people were primed from this person's birth to worship him as a god. He doesn't poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I keep going over. Maybe that's part uh, of why he has gout. God. <laughs> no, hold on. No, keep keep playing the video. I wanna I wanna I wanna hear the point where Trump gets to the gets to the the part where he talks about Kim Jong Un feeling like a paper bag or a plastic keep, bag in the wind. Keep playing the video. <laughs> keep playing the video. Go ahead. No, oh, you, go watch the interview. Go watch the interview. That's one of the best. And I'm not usually a fan of like the the Seth Rogen dumb comedies and stuff like that, but that was a fucking genius one. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, you're I'm really, you I'm works. really, I'm really waiting for Trump to start doing shit like that. Tell China who we rebuilt China. They have taken so much money with trade. They have taken everything. They have taken our jobs, our money. They have taken our base. They've taken. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, Trump! Because you set your jobs over there. <laughs> Fuck you! And all of your "Make America Great Fuck Again" you. gear <laughs> as You've made in China. Taken our jobs, you gave them freely, you motherfucker. <laughs> See, that was a quick one. We can get through that one, <laughs> and we're ahead of time. Yeah. So <laughs> next one, we have Jim Baker again, and this time we also have Rick Wiles, who is uh, who wants to talk about the. The government, and I don't want to give too much away here, but it's a it's a three minute clip, so I'm going to jump in about two minutes, about a minute and a half in only, because I don't think they're going to say shit until like about that time, because these guys are slow burn. And when it all happens at once, and this is this is how long have I been saying the key, the key, the key, the key? It's going to be multiple things happening. Yes. That by the time. I mean, we can't fight the wars we're fighting. They've already said that. We just we can't take on much more. Um, the United States government still has a gigantic fucking military not deployed. You know, the largest military <laughs> of all the nations combined. You know, we the, uh, they not say largest we, of all combined. We we can't. Ah, uh, you're right. Not all the nations combined. Like the next top twenty of the spending, yes, but of size, no. I think China's getting pretty good size numbers with their with their people and Russia's got a huge army as well. But the fact China is, has more people, we have way more money. Yeah. And but, more tech we're like like let's be clear here. Our military is it's fine. It's yeah, it's fine. We can fight oh yeah. we can fight many more wars if we really wanted to. <laughs> At the let, same time. Let's hope we <laughs> don't, you know. <laughs> it's big. But this is the guy trying to say be afraid, be afraid. Aye, aye, aye. That's because they don't. They, they, that's because the American people don't really realize what the size of the military is normally. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine if you had what happened out in California uh, there at that Christmas party? Or was right. it seventeen uh, killed? San Bernardino. Right. But what if you have that? San Bernardino. San Bernardino, guys. 
Yep. It's a place. Yeah. It's a real place in America. You fucking patriots. I don't Jesus. Many places. Right. What if you have that in a hundred places? The former mayor of New York says he has information that says there are 24, they will attacked in 24 places at once in New York City is what they have planned to do. Perry Stone released like a bulletin. I don't know if you've read it or not, but it was quite sh shocking. It, you have a copy of it there. Well, Perry Stone said that ISIS actually has warehouses in all 50 states. This is citation fucking needed. <laughs> yeah. By the way, 50 of them actually. I've been motioning with. It is not a dildo or anything of any sort. It looks like one. That was a flashlight. <laughs> no, it's Ever um, spray? it's uh, apparently the dog chewed up the end of a hand of a hairbrush, and it's oh. the handle without the gel part. And uh, I felt like it looked like a dick, so. Why not? <laughs> there you go, YouTube. Enjoy that one. Yeah, yeah. Your weapon. And and I felt like that was appropriate for what this guy was saying because ISIS has a warehouse in every state. Oh my fucking god! Just they're they're just fear mongering. They're just they're just 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 like they just have to be afraid of something. They just have to be afraid of something. Well, they're afraid of their god. That's that's plenty. Well, of afraid there's of that. that. It makes me wonder, like how how they could possibly reconcile the two. I'm afraid yeah. of God, but He loves me. Yeah, but and now we can be uh, afraid of warehouses full of, of stockpiled is uh, Islamic terrorists. So <laughs> stockpiles yeah, they're just, terrorists. <laughs> they're all they're flat packed, so they can fit a lot of them in there. And they're wrapped with all sorts yeah. of cosmoline. You have to get all that stuff <laughs> yeah. off, and oh, it's just a mess on your furniture. Oh, uh, God, <laughs> are these guys like on the hyperbole channel by chance? Well, it's Jim Baker, <laughs> so yes. You know? Okay. THC. <laughs> he's, he's using he's using homiletical license. It's a, a preaching principle where you can kind of bend things I to make your point. I don't know if he's really using it so much as bending it over a, a pump <laughs> or a channel. THC. I got you. Yeah. So uh, the the next we're gonna move into I can't remember the guy's name but he's he's the guy that came up with the scientific proof for you know believing God first believe it and then it happens <laughs> like no that that's not how that's not how science works that's not how science works buddy that's not how science works <sighs> not how any of this works I actually read and David David Silverman outlined all of the science the scientific proofs for God <laughs> and they're all just cleverly worded arguments and I'm like. <gasps> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how cleverly you word your argument. Well, how does this not get through to them? Gordon Klingenschmidt. That's right. I remember his mm -hmm. name. Okay. So he wants to talk to a guy from uh, Save America is what the group is. And his name is oh. Rusty Thomas. Uh -oh. oh, my God. <laughs> really? Okay. Not Rusty okay. Trombone. No. <laughs> or Rusty Venture. But Okay. Okay. We're doing this. It <laughs> was Rusty Thomas. <laughs> 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 Shush. Tell me how your ministry got started. Oh, brother. Well, obviously, uh, chaps, uh, going into the ministry certainly wasn't my idea. In fact, it wasn't. 
I didn't want to do this off. thing, but I'm, I'm doing this. No, no, thing. no, no, Eric, let her go. I want to hear this, because this is already terrible. Roll on, roll on. <laughs> my idea, in fact, it wasn't even on the screen. Um, my, my desire was to become a Hollywood actor. In fact, I had made it to the point. I had a manager with Columbia Pictures. And oh, the... for fuck's sake. Oh. <laughs> you know, just because you have an agent. You to become a Hollywood actor. that's what you do. Oh. <laughs> Kyle's losing it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. I, I, until the levels are quiet, I won't play. Beer uh, in Hollywood. Uh, God had a contention with me because uh, he had separated me from my mother's womb uh, and called me to preach his word. Well, I was a disobedient, ungrateful, rebellious son. And eventually, chaps, uh, God took out his heavy hand and he dealt harshly with me. Uh, he literally came into my room one night and killed me. Literally. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it wasn't a hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> he literally came into my room and killed me. Literally. And he's, literally. On, he's on the internet right here. So. You're not dead, are you? you oh my wow. God, I can't kill you, right? <laughs> now, see, the first part of what he was saying, I could relate to with my own experience with the calling to the ministry, but then... Oh, we don't, I didn't even know about that part of your history. Oh, shit. Ooh, that's and, But I only <laughs> heard God talk to me. I didn't... You didn't try to kill me. <laughs> Holy shit. Motherfucker, you're going to do my ministry or I'm going to get son of a bitch. God <laughs> To his room and literally, literally tried, killed him. Literally killed him. I'm going to jump back a few Didn't seconds. Didn't even try. I, I, would, I wonder <laughs> okay, if it was. Go back. I, would, go I, wonder, back. I want to hear him finish yeah, this I, sentence. I, I wonder if it played out anything like that scene in Back to the Future. We have to go back, Marty. <laughs> no, no, the the, oh. the the one the one where the one where Marty snuck into his dad's bedroom in night at the in the middle of the night, <laughs> dressed as Darth yeah. Vader. <laughs> took out his heavy hand, and he dealt harshly with me. Uh, he literally came into my room one night and killed me, literally sucked me out of my body, and he had some pointed words for me, went such as, uh, son, uh, if you don't get this right, I'm going to take you out. I, That's I not literally, literally killed. He doesn't know what killed. He doesn't know what dead is. That's not what literally does. means. He doesn't know what dead is, does he? He, he, he sucked the life out of him. <laughs> You had a wicked he wasn't, beard. He wasn't L.A. at the time, so it's pretty, I mean, you could get a streetwalker pretty easily. But Last night, I had a dream that my mom got cocaine, and she cut it with truffle salt, and then when she, she poured water on it, turned black, and then we snuffed that. That's not a joke. That's a real dream I had. You it didn't literally, literally wow. happen. <laughs> I know. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I have really weird dreams. <laughs> I usually don't remember mine. I just wake up and be like, oh, it's time for that again, is it? The only reason I remember them <laughs> is because I send them to William every time I have really weird dreams. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, man, I had a weird dream. He's like, tell me all about it. <laughs> I'm like, and then you got a 10-foot longbow and a log to go bear hunting. 
I'm again. That's a real part of my dream. But I'm sorry, no. God literally, literally killed him. Came into his room in the middle of the night and with a heavy hand sucked the life out of him. <laughs> literally <laughs> killed him. Came after me with an octopus spider and I had to rip it I'm, apart. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure this guy. I'm sure it played out just like that. Yeah. In his bedroom <laughs> in the middle of the night. You're you're checking out of your body and you can't stop it. You're going, and I, you know, whether somebody heard me or not, but I remember screaming, "Oh God, please give me another chance!" And he put me back into my body, and I had two fiery revelations: a, I got the fear of God, which I did not have before as a child of God, and b, uh, I thought it was a good idea to go into the ministry. <laughs> I think that's what we call an orgasm. Fiery revelation. I had two fiery revelations. Sounds like someone's got chlamydia. Where do they? F- where do these people come from? I mean, well, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be a Hollywood actor. Actor. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was just a hobo that snuck into his room. Oh my god! You got literally killed mm-hmm. me. I was literally dead. I was literally dead. <laughs> so, <sighs> deep breath, cleansing breath. <laughs> ben Carson. Namaste. Oh, we're going go, to oh, go to Ben yeah, Carson. Namaste, Ben Carson. All right, let's do this. And we do have about 20 minutes to stretch out the next two, so we can go long on this one if we want, because it's about three minutes, and I, he is a I'm presidential candidate. No matter how in serious unserious he might be no, in unserious oh, yeah. how it's how sincere. much of a joke like, he, insincere is what you're looking for. no how much of a joke he may be right now sitting at the kids table he's is he at the back of the kids table yeah he jumped from second that, to the very mm-hmm. back now and that him at the arena good, too because ben carson yeah, no, is that's terrible worst. because ted cruz has jumped up <laughs> okay well, i yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that Ted Cruz was better. I'm just saying, yeah. can they all just go away? Because they're all terrible. Well, they're eventually all going to go away, and we're going to be left with one. So I want to hear Rand Paul debate Bernie Sanders. Oh, That's... Rand Paul refused to take place in the debate because he wasn't going to have yeah. a spot at the, the big no, table. Rand, yeah, Rand, Rand Paul has, has thrown his it's... temper tantrums, and I think he's done. That's unfortunate well, because he's actually smart. No, except Rand for the fact Paul has... Uh, Rand Paul has to pick which race he's going to be running in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I he can know. only be on running for one office on the Kentucky ballot, and it's either president mm-hmm. or senator. Mm-hmm. I find it especially funny that the guy who who the invisible hand of the free market had decided that they didn't want him in the very top anymore is now trying to say, I don't agree with the invisible hand of the free market. Yeah, that's really great, Mr. Libertarian wannabe. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I have some disagreements with the libertarian concepts, my fella. Um, but Rand Paul is, he, he has uh, shown that he is educated in the issues, that he has researched possible solutions, that he actually has some, he's thought about this. I just wish he'd spend more than 10 minutes thinking about his hair. I mean, coming from the guy that has none. Okay. I just, I just, I just have a serious, I just have a serious problem with the fact that, that he disagrees with, with the civil rights movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes. that's kind of a, 
that's kind of kind important of a, in this country. <laughs> yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah, yeah, no, he 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 wants to undo the he wishes he could undo the whole civil rights okay, thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I, then mm-hmm. he can just fuck right off. Never mind. Yeah. So Ben Carson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody who benefited from the civil rights movement. Yeah. <laughs> who would claim that, you know, I'm no better off than any other person in this country. Well, you got to do the invisible <laughs> boobs in front of him and his eyes half shut. I think that me being a brain surgeon. It's almost like a Michael Jackson. Brain storage. <laughs> that's ignorant. No, that's ignorant. <laughs> South Park should do that. That Ben Carson is actually Michael. Ja- oh. <laughs> no, I need to turn this up. It's quiet. Hang no, on. that's ignorant. No, it's not quiet. It's just Ben Carson. Yeah, hang on. What will you do as president to guarantee that federal funding will not be used to force school districts to require girls to shower with boys? And what else would you do to stem the growing misuse, regulations and tests? <laughs> And funding restrictions. Growing disuse? What? I'm sorry. First of all, that question was retarded. Well, it wasn't yes. a question. That was a that was a that was a supposition. That was not a question. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was a supposition. What will you do to make sure federal funding doesn't go to make sure that boys shower with girls? Okay, first of all, I as a feminist, I'm actually I actually have no understanding why we don't shower together as it is. Um, second of all, uh. That makes my old disposition feel weird. That's <laughs> not a thing that anyone is pursuing. Oh, it's not a thing. <laughs> I don't think of transgender people as as a thing. Like as opposites. Like if they like if a if if she has a penis, I consider her a she. It's all about what they're expressing it as you know it's gender yeah. it's not sex it's gender Dumbass. yeah i i've met several transgender people throughout my mm-hmm. life careful that's getting close to the i got a black friend oh <laughs> several i'm messing with you <laughs> and i and Never uh, bingo you know <laughs> and uh, I, I would be fine with them showering in my locker room is my point but again i don't understand why, why, we don't why don't we shower have showers together. that have fucking individual like stalls i don't oh, i don't get no, how come yeah, that's not a thing be, yeah. like, how, i don't understand are. why we don't go to swimming pools naked co-ed because shrinkage i barely want to <laughs> shower with myself naked so. i know right <laughs> <laughs> well, no seriously Turtle. like why okay swimming suits are uncomfortable they chafe. They increase the risk of your uh, urinary tract infection. Thank you very fucking much, Lee. Trunks. Why the f- and like the <laughs> boobs thing. Like I have to wear two pieces instead of one. Like what? Why don't we go to swimming pools naked? I, and and I don't, don't tell me it's naked. a cleanliness issue because those swimsuits do not protect from shit. And no, water goes no, everywhere. Really yeah. Yeah. And water has memory, apparently, according to homeopathy. Okay, that's yeah, right. They do. It does. Thanks, <laughs> it, 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 it very clearly remembers all the bacteria and parasites that swim around in it. it no. Very no, clearly remembers being dinosaur no. urine for about seven years. According to homeopathy, it only remembers the good shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Has, water has selective memory. 
Yeah. All right. So like I'm me. sorry. I went off. Okay. On sorry. <laughs> ben, ben Carson. Carson. Yeah. Ben Carson. Because <laughs> I have no idea what they're fucking talking about at this point. Oh, okay. No, he's, he's going to tell us how he's going to prevent um, transgender people from using the wrong bathroom. School control to parents and communities over their children's education. Well, you know, this is a- first of all, that was the longest goddamn pause I've ever heard between <laughs> a question and an answer. Sorry. Yeah, that's Ben Carson. We're used to this. A good example of what happens when the federal government tries to insinuate itself into the day-to-day living of the citizens. This was never supposed to be the case. And again, if you go back and you look at the Constitution, it talks about why these kinds of decisions need to be made at the local or state level. It's because the legislators and the judiciary at the local level are subject to the will of the people. They can be voted in and they can be voted out, and therefore they must be sensitive uh, to the values and the, the, the morals of the people in that area. Code words. Code words. Okay, so, so first of all, he said nothing. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm honestly going to skip two minutes of this video just to get to the point where I wanted to say something. So the people voted in co-ed bathrooms, he'd be okay with that? No, because that would then be the government imposing overstepping uh, its moral bounds. Overstepping its bounds. People voted in co-ed bathrooms. But the people voting something in is the government. Yeah. yeah. By definition. He, he, he's one of those. Hold on. Sorry. I have to do it like Ben Carson. I don't think the government should really be doing much of anything. Really. Kyle, I'm going to punch you in your <laughs> you, said, you said government. <laughs> you got it right on cue. Government. <laughs> So let's let's hopefully in this last minute he'll get to this point. Well, we not for them because they'll say, "Well, you changed it for them. What's wrong with us? How come we can't have it changed?" So it's better just to to leave those fundamental principles and definitions in place. And you know, if, if he's talking about marriage and how come you know if if the gay people now have it, what's going to move with polygamy and everything like that? So. How does this have anything to do with bathrooms? No, he jumped past that one and like they asked him another question, but he, okay, the point he's going to get to, and I'm going to spoil it for everybody because I don't want to sit through Good, the next minute you. of him trying to get to this point. Is Good, that thank you? Gay marriage gives extra rights to quote unquote abnormal people. Oh, God damn it, God how did we, damn it. How did we start this year? You know, we're 21st century. You know, we're in Jetsons time right now. We're in, like, so far future kind of thing. We're we're like 50 years away from Fallout future, you know. But no, we're going to have this guy still fighting about gay marriage when, you know, many, many other countries have already legalized it. And did they well, fall off the fucking face of the planet? Gay marriage for hundreds of years, actually. Like, I think it was 300 years straight. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had gay marriage, including women. Yeah, okay. which was harder because women were lesser than men in Rome. So but the, it existed. The, uh, the the last one here we're going to get to is Rick Wiles. And um, he's talking, of course, with Jim Baker again. We found a whole bunch of Jim Baker clips this week uh, about God using Russia. So we're, uh-huh. th- this one was abs- this was going to be the super secret thing until I found something absolutely worse. You did so, not. Yeah, I did, really. Just hang on. Here we go. 
the Soviet Union was the world power for evil, for trouble, starting wars, toppling nations. Much like America around the same time Russia was around, you know? (laughs) When? This guy, you know, hasn't really studied his history at all. You know, no, these yeah. people have their America blinders on where they're like, America. Does, does his Communism. history start in 1960? <laughs> it, the, it just hurts. It really hurts sometimes. Yeah, it, it, you... yeah. X, this whole episode, this, this entire episode, you have been, been torturing me. You is, got like this... abortion. Yeah. You got creationism shit, and now this shit. Yeah, I I I made sure the comeback episode would be like, God damn it! Yeah, no, I am. But what what gets me with this this clip we've listened to so far is the Soviet Union did do a lot of terrible, terrible things. Yeah, yeah, and instead he made shit up. (laughs) (laughs) He said shit though, so I appreciate that. I I mean, we're ten seconds in. Let's let him dig some more of a hole because it gets really outrageous. It was an atheistic, God-hating nation. (laughs) I know, right? Okay, no, keep going. No, it's fine. They didn't have a cult of personality or anything. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Had to go underground. America was the the shining nation in the fifties and sixties and seventies. We okay. He just hit three decades. Mm-hmm. Saying that we were the shining nation. Korean War, Vietnam. Wait, but what know. year what years did he reference? What decades did he reference? Fifties, sixties, seventies. Ah, yes. Those were such good years. Those were such wonderful Especially years. Especially for not white men. Yeah. <laughs> that was the shining example of the city on the hill. You know, in Russia. They did have equality between the darkies and the lights people, you know, over there. Not like in America where everybody is still fucking segregated. <laughs> Sorry, using a South Park reference, you know, get, operation, get behind the darkies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the we darkies. already know we already know he's historically challenged, so I, I think we but, should cut him a break. I, I don't know how you jump three decades easily, <laughs> like one. In sixth... Russia, we have a saying: "Don't be a pussy." That <laughs> is a quote of a woman. I mean, he did. <laughs> One seventh of America's time as a country, saying that we're the shining example on the hill. Like, no, no, dude. You no, don't... no, especially not in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, actually. No. And then, okay, did you know that in the 70s there's no actual documented bra burnings? Like, there's propagandist ones that they can't actually, like, document women actually getting together and actually burning bras. Like, you goddamn feminists. <laughs> oh, but I totally would now that I've stopped wearing them. Like I, my underwire bras have I, gone unused for yeah. weeks. Although I, I would, I would seriously suspect that there is really no documented occurrences because they just couldn't get them to burn. Yeah, yeah, because they were made out of such <laughs> fire retardant like, material. I want to point out here though that <laughs> it, it, this isn't against like, like, I don't think bras are a product of patriarchy. I actually don't. Like, I think that those were an alternative to corsets and a much better alternative corsets because they didn't suffocate you (laughs) to death. They move organs around. (laughs) If anything, anything, bras are like the enemy of patriarchy. I don't know any man that likes bras. Yeah, my boyfriend (laughs) keeps thanking me for not wearing them. (laughs) So, 
Yeah, America's bras shiny. do need better better engineering, though. Yeah. Like my <laughs> wife has gigantic boobs, and <clears throat> humble brag. <laughs> they're they're uh, galaxy class, as I like to call them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but there could be some better engineering to provide better support and comfort. Yeah, no, the comfort issue is my thing. Is that's that since Excelsior, I stopped wearing, and that's the so, and airflow. <laughs> yeah. So the bra I'm wearing now is not actually a bra. It's called a bralette, and it's basically a glorified undershirt. So, oh, see, and that's what I've switched to. <laughs> it's it's uh, we my sister and I have made it akin to the uh, boxer brief of bras. Oh, just mm. enough support. But not too much and not too little. And I don't want to go into blueberry territories because we can go. I could easily see us going 20 more minutes talking about underwear and everything. Right? <laughs> but we do need to get back to Russia do and America we? and the third, oh, okay. three decades and everything. Because sure. we, we, we've got, a, we've got like three minutes problem. before we need to cut out to break. So I have to be the timekeeper because we have a okay. guest that's. We have a guest tonight. If it was just us, I'd be like, so tell me, do you like, do you care if a guy wears a thong or not? You know? <laughs> so anyway. I just don't see the purpose. Eh. Uh, go on. <laughs> For what was right. Yeah. It is completely flipped upside yeah. down. Yeah. I never thought I would say this. I never thought I there would be a, a day that I would be saying, God bless Russia. <laughs> Yep. God, really? <laughs> I know. These, are, these people have an audience. <laughs> you realize really? that Russia hasn't changed in its values, right? This guy is really doing American exceptionalism totally wrong. <laughs> it hurts, man. <laughs> okay, hang on. Hang on. Let's let him talk some more. Oh. Wow. God bless Russia. Well, it's illegal to say God bless America in school. Yeah. It's illegal to say that in school. No, oh, no, it's if, not. Only. <laughs> if, if only, if only, if <sighs> only. They don't want you to say "God bless America," so God's saying, "Well, I'm going to move over to another country right now." No, please, please go ahead, move, move, please. I will help you. Fuck you guys in America. You're not loving me hard enough. Russia. Oh, I'll help you pack. That's cool. God sounds like a a half drunk enough where he's just like, okay, guys, I'm going to go over to Russia now. You guys didn't love me enough. You guys don't love me very good. (laughs) This is the Bob and Doug and Mackenzie. (laughs) It's God. Seriously? (laughs) I'm totally going to give you a steamroller, man. Because God's. Take off A. (laughs) Because if he was an eternal being. Who lived all the time and knew everything and could read everyone's minds. Yeah. Borders matter. <laughs> I'm going to Russia. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going. <laughs> all right. We were talking about pornography earlier. Yeah. You know, Russia passed a law last in 2015 that banned all internet pornography. That, I don't think that's Good luck true. with that. <laughs> I don't think that's true, actually. No, because... I, I thought that's where a lot of it came from. I was going to say, I happen to see a lot that has .ru at the end of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's true. That's actually a sub 
Pornhub like category. That's, I think. Yeah, that's like that's like the that's like they the do like romance section. Like, and I wish I could like show you stories. I wish I could show you the screen over here on the on the slave computer that you guys know the meme where it's um uh, what the hell is his name? Putin's holding his pen out and he's like, "Give that man a cookie." <laughs> it's it has that picture up and says internet porn is now illegal in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's how do you outlaw porn? It's just <laughs> it, it's not. <laughs> uh oh, it's illegal in Russia. It just showed a male nipple. Great, now we're illegal in Russia. All that banned. Homosexual pride parades for 100 years. Russia passed a law that bans gay propaganda to children. What's going on, Jim? Russia is turning to God. <laughs> no. no, that was to control the people. Yeah, I was going to say that. Let's try it. You know. I think we saw in Game of Thrones that you know when you give your country over to the church, what eventually happens to it? You know, shame, shame, shame. Oh, and that was ding, ding. not her intent. <laughs> Putin's well, just looking for some shame. easy control enforcers, but no. Once you get that one person that's in church church authority, where they go, yeah, we're not going to bend to you. <laughs> oh shit, this didn't work out. <laughs> Has walked away from God. Mine. America is losing her leadership in the world, and Russia is become the leader of the world. And if you we don't understand it in those contexts, we're going to keep talking about, you know, bad Russia. Uh, you know, they got to be attacked. They got to be brought down. No, you don't understand it. God may use Russia to attack evil America. And that's the point I wanted to get to. Mm. Oh. Mm. And there you have it, folks. Neat. A omnipotent, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving God is going to use another nation to attack us God-hating Americans. What does God have need, need with, with a Russia? <laughs> oh, man. But Why thankfully, does God need a Russia? Oh. That brings us to the end of the second oh. segment of the show. So, Wow, that, 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 that was, was interesting. Painful. That was painful. Yeah, that was... Be, that was that a lot of work for me. I gotta, I gotta clip all these up, man. Jeez. Like, God damn it. So anyway, we'll be back in a second with the final segment of the show. And we're going to talk to Dustin here for a minute about what he, who he is, what he does, and um, mainly about his show, the, uh, the Atheist Nomads. You can find them at atheistnomads.com. Anyway, we'll be right back. Outcast. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast... I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Okay, so we're back for our third and final segment for the show. And this is the one where we really get to talk to Dustin and get to meet this guy. So, Dustin, you are the host of the Atheist Nomads. That is correct. Uh, and Wesley is my co-host, and uh, my wife joins us sometimes as well, Lauren. I love your guys' disclaimer that you put before the show. I keep thinking I need to have one, but at one point I just didn't want to be like, cock, boobs, tits, like at the very beginning of the show. So people <laughs> are like, okay, can't listen to this at work. You know? 
So we, we got that disclaimer when another podcaster was listening to our show with his daughter. Oh, no. And we had Nick Morgan Moore on, and he was talking about uh, rimming women. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> and it was like one minute we're talking about something relatively clean and then straight to eating ass. You know, like adults. <laughs> <laughs> and he really wanted a disclaimer. So uh, a little while later, we were actually recording live with him. That was the first time we'd ever recorded. That Wesley and I had, had recorded face-to-face. <laughs> uh, even recorded in the same time zone. And I had some other podcasters with us there. And uh, he recorded a uh, disclaimer for us. And then it was just really long. So mm. I had my wife record one. I think the the current one's like distilled down to like they use bad words and, and they talk about women's hoo ha or something. <laughs> so uh, I'd, be, I'd be laughing. I could play it for you if you'd like. If you could, yeah. If you can, see if it can yeah. come up. Oh, I have it all piped so that it will. Oh yeah, professional. I, f- I forget sometimes that some of the, the people podcast that we, you you're know, about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo ha's. There Please you go. Be advised. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) What do you have? Do you have that just go into a pot on one of your on your mixer, or what do you do with that one? I mean, Uh, this is this is is podcasting stuff, guys. Sorry. Oh, I do it all in in software. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. So I run it all through uh, Jack Audio, and uh, that's primarily for Linux, also available in Windows and Mac at various (laughs) levels of support. And I have Jack Mixer that to help out a little bit with it, but yeah, I have. uh, I'll have to look at just that. Just have BLC run into a channel. When I when I play these uh, the clips, I have to have you know this guy over here showing up tracks. Uh, but uh, whenever like people start talking, it starts cutting him out. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I have myself uh, the second mic. So usually you know often that's that's Lauren on that one. Yeah. Uh, the audio coming in from Skype and VLC all on separate tracks that I have separate control of in the the software mixer. Hmm. It nice. is. It's quite nice. I will have to look into that. So anyway, uh, your show, yeah. Atheist Nomads. Yeah. It's, so we've been doing the show. For, yeah. Sorry. Oh. We've been doing the show for almost four years. Wow. Uh, we started out doing. The first one was about an hour and fifteen minutes. No, yeah. it was forty-five minutes. Uh, within about five episodes, we were up to two hours. We were doing it every other week. <laughs> Uh, it was half news, half interview, and eventually it just got to the point where I was, yeah, we were around episode 60 or so, and I was really burning out. And <laughs> uh, we split it. So now we alternate episodes between news and interviews. Yeah. And it works out quite nice. If you like interviews, you can only listen to the interviews if you want and just skip the news episodes. If you mm-hmm. like news, you can only listen to the news episodes if you want. If you're a reasonable person, you can listen to both. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I thought and, since we, we do the show in 40-minute increments usually with a little break in between or as, as close to that as we can hit. So, I mean, ideally, we could essentially do the same thing and just do an episode every three weeks. But there's so much shit that comes out every week that I can't oh, yeah. help but, you know, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about that. We got to hit this. We got to hit that. And That is kind of painful, but... <laughs> I have learned to let it go. <laughs> I don't have to talk about every 
<laughs> insane, terrible thing that somebody did, and it's actually better for my psyche to not. <laughs> for me, this is my therapy, though. This well, this really helps pain- out my week. <laughs> what's pain- What's painful is like... how much stuff we don't get to talk about. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Because I hit news items, and I, I have to pluck, like, four, maybe five. And I've, I've easily, at the beginning of the week, got a short list of, like, 20, and it's just Monday. And, like, we have, like, at least six days until, like, we record <laughs> something, and I'm like... Oh, I got to add to it, got to remove from it. But, but I mean, it's not like it's a shitload of work. I mean, you have RSS feeds nowadays and mm-hmm. face, Facebook's really good at saving news items for you and everything, too. So, I mean, it's not like it's tough to to stay on top of this stuff. But at the same time, you know, as, as a content provider, you want to be like, let's talk about this. We need to bring this up because I can't believe this person said this and that. And the, <laughs> But that's sage advice. You know, just fucking let it go. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and I. I also kind of have a little bit of a rule on for it to be covered, it needs to be current, significant, and not just some random jackass. <laughs> so so Klingus Schmidt right out the window. <laughs> generally speaking, it is elected officials, it's church officials, it's people who realistically actually matter and are assholes. And it's amazing how much material you get when you don't cover the crazies. Yeah. It's and true. my parents even listen. My dad's going to start listening to our show, though. So, yeah. Hi, Dad. Yeah, my Let's parents are, are, are still Seventh Adventists. Wow. Yeah. So you, had a, you have a personal history that's really interesting now that I remember us talking about it on Facebook. How mm-hmm. you, went to sem- you went to the seminary for a while, didn't you? Uh, yes. So I was, uh, not, not Utah seminary where it's like, you're oh, always in yeah. seminary from school. <laughs> Sorry. This is not the more seminary seminary, but a real, real seminary. seminary. Yeah. A real seminary is a, a graduate school with masters mm-hmm. and doctorate programs. And yeah, I, I went real through teacher. Adventist schools from third grade on, uh, including, uh, boarding school for the last two years of high school. I went oh, to an Adventist college for my bachelor of arts in theology and then I went to the Seventh Avenue Theological Seminary to work on a Master of Divinity. And I had doubts all the way through. Wow. It is amazing that I was able to actually hold things together as I was going on. But what would happen is I would have doubts about things, and then my studies would just happen to cover that that year. And <laughs> I would get to try to kind of halfway resolve it. And then the next year, it would come back a little bit deeper and more refined. Well, by the time I got to the seminary, my fifth year of theological study, it these doubts were getting very specific and very deep. And I was taking classes dealing specifically with those topics. And graduate level courses. And I, I found very quickly there, there are no answers. Because it's all made up. Yeah. It's it, when you take the giant book of multiple choice and you you mm-hmm. you can find something to patch over a little bit at this part, but you then you start reading a little bit deeper and it's a another patch quilt work of you know mm-hmm. a, of you know this doesn't cover this, but it covers this, but it also says this, and it's just when it it, it floors me that people take that book as like some sort of you know I, I honestly believe as a Southern Baptist kid growing up, God wrote this. <laughs> that's the that's the indoctrination I got as a kid. You know, maybe not like 
he wrote it specifically sat down with a pen and paper and wrote down every chapter and verse and everything but it was through inspired you know of he inspired the people that wrote it and so it was re- literally words that were came from god to the people that wrote it kind of thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so now I, when i when i go back and look at it i'm like how does anybody think that this this incomplete horribly translated you know hodgepodge mess of a hi cat hi um, sorry cat <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> how how it went through all of these different scribes time periods and you know it changed from this translation to that translate how and i don't want to get hung up on that but it's just like how anybody believed these ancient goat herders and this small mm-hmm. little section of the world encompassed all human knowledge at one point and just it floors me that it spread and it still continues to spread as far as it has well and i would say having gone through the, the you know ministerial education that Anybody who's gone through a, a master divinity who is still a believer when they come out the other end either didn't take their study seriously, isn't very bright, or, is a liar. or doesn't really believe. <laughs> yeah. I, I have found professors that, based on things they said, uh, seemed like they could relate to the doubts I was dealing with. And I scheduled one on one meetings with them to talk about it and how to hold it all together. And all three of them, what they essentially said is they don't believe it, but they hang on to it for existential reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, man. They didn't that, use those what? exact words, but what? it took an hour for them to say that. Yeah. Like, Look, Dustin, no one really believes this stuff. <laughs> one of those professors doesn't really believe it, but he is an ardent creationist. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. He will argue so hard doesn't believe it that is some cognitive dissonance right there yeah, no that's not cognitive <laughs> yeah. dissonance david silverman talks about those those are liars yeah it's, yeah they're liars. there's there's a say if, if i had gotten married in college uh i would have actually gotten hired on as a pastor uh adventists because adventists don't uh like single pastors yeah. They're afraid they're going to start fucking church members. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, there's who the, else would you fuck? <laughs> there's the pressure to have children relatively quickly, especially for pastors, um, so that they're it's harder to leave. Yeah. And if I'd been married with a child when I got to the seminary and had managed to hold on to my faith that long, uh, I could very easily imagine deciding to go ahead and believe it and ignore what I know is actually true on existential grounds. And when you do that long enough, you start kind of believing it. But that's so heartbreaking when you think about it. How many people there are right now that are doing that currently? It's like uh, I I bring it up all the time. My old man who brought me up uh, watching stuff like Cosmos and the original Star Trek series and, you know, hard sci-fi nerd. A guy that goes out with like every weekend with his telescope and tries to get like Jupiter and shit. Who still believes in all of the creationist stuff? And it's like, like, do, does not one side of your brain talk to that other side of the brain? But he's from that generation where, you know, this is what it is. You believe it and you don't question it. And it just it floors me. I still mm-hmm. want to call him uh, Felicia. We talked about it on the uh, the group chat. Like, I want to get like use my Skype credit and call him. While we're doing a show one night. Yeah, like, hey, fun. Dad, I'm an atheist. You should. 
You should. That would be that would be a very interesting conversation. Yeah. If he didn't just hang up on me. <laughs> I, Probably, would, I, I would... hopefully he's he's savvy enough that he's picked up on it. But I mean, I'm not like in the closet about it. I I post shit on my Facebook wall all the time, but I'm not I don't go like, "Hey dad, hey mom, guess what? I don't believe in God," you know. <laughs> I don't know why I don't. Maybe it, it's that weird fucking parental respect shit that you that I grew up with. I don't I wasn't allowed to call my dad like dad. He was sir. Yes, sir. You know, I, I was very, very like I was potty trained at gunpoint kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Good old Yeah, when you're a seminary thing. dropout, you don't have the option of staying in the closet about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine, man. It was when when I got back to Oregon, it was I think two weeks. And I made a point of not staying in any one place more than four days as I bounced around couch to couch and job interview to job interview oh, and yeah. it was my second stop back at my parents my mom took me out to the front porch and questions the, the discussion started with so you quit the seminary what else did you quit no. <laughs> oh, man. that sounds like some passive aggressive <laughs> shit from my grandma and it ended with oh you're just having a delayed teenage rebellion oh. <laughs> oh. all right <laughs> I was 23. I had a Bachelor of Arts, graduated cum laude with a Bachelor of Arts in Theology and had done three semesters at the seminary. I knew her faith better than she did. Of course you did. That's because the people who know the faith best tend to leave. (laughs) But what was really the most uh, epic moment of my deconversion was... The, the thing that kept me going through my, my three semesters in the seminary was the sense of calling I had. I wasn't ready to admit that it was just a delusion generated from my your own ego then heavily yeah. antibiotic-ridden, pneumonia-infected, poisonous spider-bite-afflicted body. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a mission trip. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I had a sense of calling and I got bit by a poisonous spider, picked up an infection. And then at the end of the treatment for that, found out I'd had pneumonia for three months. Oh, geez. Wow. It wasn't just a bunch of colds. I had been on three different antibiotics. The highest doses were 2.7 grams a day at one point. Oh, <laughs> Antibiotics can fuck damn. up your body too, but you're not female. Oh, yeah. So. Like, do you still have solid poops? I mean, hopefully. <laughs> it probably well, took, it, it took yeah, about a I'm year sure or two to recover. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was... No, antibiotics sometimes mess with your gut flora. <laughs> and as the more we learn, the more we know... The mess with your vaginal flora. The more we learn, the more we know that gut flora actually has a lot to do with our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, and yep. neurotransmitters. So and much. Our gut flora is so incredibly important. Hey, feed me sugar. Yes. Feed me sugar. Stop me it. Sugar. Stop it, gut flora. <laughs> I was <laughs> sugar. I was quite literally not in my right mind when I decided to turn down an Air Force ROTC scholarship and study theology. Mm. So yeah, that's quite literal. True. And so five years later, I was at the point of, well, once again at the point of, this is all bullshit. I need to quit. But I wasn't ready to admit that that was all just a crazy delusion. And so I was like, okay, I need to take a break from the classroom. So summer semester, I signed up for an archaeological dig in Jordan, spent Uh-oh. six weeks digging in an ancient Ammonite village 
and mm-hmm. touring around ancient sites from the Bible. Did did you find uh, statues of goddesses? Because those were pretty common at the time. Tons of them. <laughs> so, yeah. many of them so many of them, they're garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they used to put them on house shrines. Like, the goddess was, like, like the goddess. Like, yeah, she was what we, they did. Like, that, that was... What, yeah, nothing what turns you value quicker than fucking anthropology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's my point. And my point isn't that the goddess was superior or anything. My my point is that it's completely diametrically opposed to the Christian theology of the one God. And you go and you mm-hmm. dig in Jerusalem, and you're supposed to find like evidence of your faith. No, you find goddesses. Yeah, when you find everywhere polytheist Jews, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Where I was digging specifically, it would have been pagan Ammonites. Right. Yeah. So there wasn't that, that cognitive dissonance there. But I was there for six weeks, and I had a lot of time to think while I was sifting dirt. I don't and understand. Sorting How through is that trucks. supposed to reinforce your faith? <laughs> uh, it wasn't supposed to. I needed time to think. Yeah. It's oh. hard to think when you're working and going to school full time. Yeah, I know. I'm currently and on my, I'm currently on my like eleventh year of college break. <laughs> right, I never finished either. <sighs> uh, no, I actually love my job because I'll read something in the morning, or I'll be dealing with an issue, and then uh, a lot of my work, um, and, and my work does require a lot of creativity and a lot of thought, and I and I love it. But there are significant stretches of the day where I'm just doing the same repetitive task over and over and over and i actually find that quite refreshing for my cognitive abilities hey that's that's zen buddhism right there for you no it's amazing (laughs) you just you you cut each cheese into the specific size wedge and you do the math in your head to make sure that it's between five and eight dollars and then you wrap it so that it's perfectly tight so that you reduce the risk of mold and that you don't let it dry out but that it's tight that it's uh just enough wrap that it can still Mm -hmm. breathe and you just kind of go through this, and you do this like. Felicia's going to get so goddamn good at cutting cheese, and no, oh, wait, sorry, <laughs> she's so good at packaging well, cheese I, I, I that she's going to be done with sleep. it before I she begins. I sit there now when I do it. I just think about everything else. She's going to attain cheese vana. I seriously <laughs> am, man. It's like a, it's like meditation. I just. I like it, put the well, and... it's like uh, you guys heard me earlier today, Dustin. You weren't uh, uh, privy to this, but we I, I received some disturbing news earlier today. Not really like world ending kind of stuff, but just more of a, you know, kick in the balls kind of like news. And I'm just like, man, I've already had a bummer day and uh, I'm just shitty. This has just made it even worse. And so I I hooked all my shit up and I went for a run. And about mm-hmm. 40 minutes into it, I'm like, all is right with the world. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of reach that point sometimes where you just you, you you're alone enough in your thoughts where you just get over shit and so yeah that's, so anyway, that's my job that's you were doing uh about my job you were doing ammonite built digging and everything and you found goddess statues and so what oh yeah yeah other? and so then i got by the time i got to the end it was like okay this this next thing that's coming up will be the make it or break it i will know for sure what's going to happen because i couldn't handle being uncertain and i didn't want to take on more student debt if I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up, man. It's like you that can't go next to thing. You can't go to school to find out what you want to do in this country. You you have to go to school to find out what you already have some proclivity towards. That was my so problem. I, <laughs> so I flew from from Amman, Jordan to Chicago, 
And the next day I flew from Chicago to Cancun. Yeah, Cancun. To oh, preach. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> what and to make it even worse, I was preaching canned sermons. Mm. Oh. This was out in a little Mayan village on the outskirts of Cancun. Oh. Word is already... I had, a, <laughs> I had a, a projector and a computer that would present to me English and on the projector Spanish, and I had a translator. And I got through the first four sermons, the basic Adventist and Christian message. And I didn't believe a single word that had come out of my mouth. <laughs> Especially I didn't even people that have already been subjugated. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even convince myself. And I was like, yeah. okay, so at this point, I'm not doing anybody any good. We'd had the first altar call. Everybody else got people to come forward. Not me. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I was like, okay, even if this is true, I'm not doing anyone any good. I and this. <laughs> I don't believe it. So this is just going to make me miserable. And I was quickly spiraling towards depression. Yeah. And so I, I called him uh, after the, the morning meeting with uh, the, our group. I went with the uh, sponsoring organization's representative and our, our seminary sponsor. And I sat down with them. I said, I'm not a Christian anymore. <laughs> nice and by the end of the we talked for about an hour they thanked me for my integrity and wished me well and wow. I continued to, to share a room with somebody who was preaching at that series I stayed until it was time for my flight to leave I had my first beer <laughs> and my second and third and some cocktails and within four days found that my genetic tolerance is amazing yeah. And I can have 16 Ow. drinks and remember every detail. What the fuck have you just said? <laughs> it's about 20 is where I black out. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm seven. Seven drinks and I black out. And I've actually never gotten there. It takes a fit. seven, Seven <laughs> drinks and I'm starting to get a little bit drunk. Dude, your <laughs> genetics are top notch. Like, it, no, these are bad. These are bad. You don't want to remember everything 16 drinks in. <laughs> okay, I, here's the deal. Um, I'm tiny. <laughs> like, 5'1", 120 pounds. Yeah, I'm not big. 6'2", so, uh, 210. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, you can drink significantly more than me. Oh, hi, vodka. <laughs> See, drink it wrong. I'm having airplane flashbacks. That's when I developed my drinking problem. I actually haven't touched that that entire drink like this whole time. So anyway, so I think I had like a couple of sips earlier, but like for the most part, like that was the biggest drink I've taken, and I sort of regret it now. So at that point, when you, oh, sorry, fucking around over here, uh, when you finally came out and said, "I'm not Christian anymore," how long from that point did it take for you to say the word atheist? Because for a lot of people, and like we, like me and Felicia are talking about a lot, the the new Dave Silverman book is a lot about you know owning the atheist thing. Yeah. And so, how long did it take for you from that point as a as a I don't want to say failed, but a a someone that had quit the um, seminary and said, I'm done with the mission work and everything to come back and say, okay, I'm atheist. I was, I considered myself a deist for about four months, agnostic for about two months. 
And then I was on atheist.about.com trying to find something about agnostic ethics. And I came across humanism and an article about the difference between atheist and agnostic. And as I was reading, I was like, oh shit, I'm an atheist. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I tipped into it too. <laughs> but I'm not a communist. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt kids, you know. I don't. I don't want to do I, horrible things. Oh, I wait. still had in my mind for my my Adventist upbringing that atheists and communists atheist were synonymous. <laughs> that's an interesting. <laughs> I hadn't actually heard that. Goddamn commies! You damn okay, so, atheists. Yeah. In my upbringing, so I grew up really liberal Catholic, like really liberal, like um, the Antichrist. We stopped going to church when I was probably. Oh. 10 and even by then it was just occasionally and seriously we never were like mm, Easter and Christmas very good at going <laughs> and um, my mom raised me around gay people and she was like yep they're gay like that was like that was that was as far as it got yeah. and um, so I never really heard about atheists Um. So for me, like it was like, no, I'm not an atheist. Oh God, until anything I, but an atheist. Until I like admit it, until yeah. I realized, until I realized that I did not have an active belief in God, and then I was like, yep, I'm an atheist. There was never this upbringing of their evil. Rah. I'm sure the Catholics preach that. I'm sure they do because that's totally in their interest. But well, just like I how wasn't we... good enough of a Catholic to get that. How Catholics talk... preach the Catholics are evil. Oh yeah, I know. Awesome. That the uh, the Pope is the Antichrist and the Catholic Church is the Beast of Revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a lot of religions preach all the other religions are evil. Yeah. <laughs> Mormon, like... Mormonism thinks that everybody's got it wrong. So oh yeah, yep. oh yeah, they they corner the market on right. So yep. much much how Kyle and I talked last week, and I wish Felicia was there for the feminism episode because. There would have been a lot. I'm sorry, mosquitoes. No, it's fine. No, uh, we're not worried about it. Uh, it's just I'm worried when, about because it, it was the feminism episode. Are you shitting? Well, there'll be many Are more. <laughs> when we, when people think about what words, uh, they don't think about what words mean a lot of the times. And so yeah. when, when you hear, and I'm just bringing it up only because the there was the episode we had last week was was feminism. Everybody thinks, oh, you hate men. No, I want gender equality. Period. Right. That's it. So That's all I want. You know, feminist, feminism is a focus on how fem, how women and femmes are considered lesser in a patriarchal society in which we live. Mm-hmm. So you're going you're going deeper definition. I'm just saying I want gender equality. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And feminist, so when, when, trying to tie it to the atheist term where everybody thinks that atheist is it it includes this, it includes that, it includes something else. No. Yeah. Dave Silverman, in his first chapter of his new book, and if anybody's an authority to say what's an atheist or not, I think the president of fucking American Atheist has a good way of, you know, telling this one. Yeah, no, he's totally right. Um, he's I saying, actually... he's saying, if you don't, if you, it, it's a, it, it's a system of belief. It, and and it, it's like everybody else, Matt Dillahunty, all these other people have said this. If you believe, you're not an atheist, you're a theist. And if you yep. don't believe, no matter how tenuous, you know, if you want to believe, you're still an atheist. Yep. If you'd like to think there's something else out there, you're still an atheist. You know, unless you actually say, yes, there is a God, 
or gods. I, I actually had this conversation with my mom. I, so the reason I had this conversation with my mom is because I went to my dad and I said, Dad, do you have an active belief in God? And he said, yes, I do. I do believe there's a God, but I have doubts. Then you're an atheist. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 So my dad is an agnostic theist. Mm-hmm. He believes. He he believes there is a God, but he questions. And that's fine. Yeah, uh, We'll get him there someday. So I went to my mom and I asked her the same thing. And um, I said, Mom, do you have an active belief in God? And she said, you know what? No. At this time, I don't. And I go, okay. And she goes, I'm still not an atheist. And I go, uh. By you definition. Are. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, I wasn't going to fight with her. I go, but mom, you are without theism. You don't believe. That's what the A means. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, Which is okay because it's the no, it's the it's the standard position. You know? it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the well, default position. And she goes, "Well, I don't want to fight." And I go, "You don't have to." No, nope, I know, I know. <laughs> I, that's what I do for you. And mm-hmm. then I go, would you lose your? Do you think you would lose your job? And and I believe her when she says this. Like she has, she's provided me enough evidence to believe this. That I go, "Do you believe you would lose your job if you said you were an atheist?" And she said, "Yes." And I, yeah, I think she's right. Mm-hmm. Um, she works for the state. Hmm. Yeah. Of Utah, How did she lose her job. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it's 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 complicated. It is, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Let's it just go there. For her being an atheist, they wouldn't cite that as the reason. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, if you Dustin, want to fire somebody, you can always fire someone. Yeah, you right. can find a reason mm-hmm. for it. So, Dustin, okay. um. After you finally came out and, and accepted the atheist title, I mean, have your parents been pretty understanding of it? Or, I mean, they're still very much active, aren't they? Okay, so after that first discussion with my mom, yeah, uh, we did not talk about it for years. <laughs> and I, I think it was related to me being a guest on an atheist podcast. I just kind of mentioned that in passing. My, I think my dad was on the phone, too. My parents didn't care. And it's reached the point where my mom a few years ago asked me how she could be a better ally to her gay employees. That was before she retired. Yeah. And then about a year after that, she asked me for some advice on how to navigate some church politics. (laughs) I studied the stuff. I, I know Adventist church politics quite well. Yeah. And it was amazing being able to comment on it with from, from the outside perspective. Completely outside, but knowing it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, your story, it fascinates me because um, uh, Richard Dawkins talks about hard atheist, soft atheist, hard theist, soft theist. God damn it, I uh, hate that scale. I do too. I really don't. <laughs> I don't love it. Um, but if I ever talked to somebody who was, who was in the past tense, a hard theist. Uh, again, I hate that, but I mean, you you went all the way with it. You and then you realized you didn't believe what you were saying. And uh, for me, it, it was never a hard or soft issue. For me, it was just a spectrum. It was um, nebulous. I, mm-hmm. I believed in God, but I didn't think it was a sin to not believe in God. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, just I had hippie Catholic parents. So. Yeah, I would actually, the way I would actually put it is, 
I firmly believed until the third quarter of my freshman year of college. Right. From then until I left, I was a agnostic theist. I, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I would not have called myself that at the time, but looking back on it, I wasn't sure, but mm-hmm. I, I wanted to believe and I was actively trying to believe. Yeah. See, I, I'm different because uh, when I was a kid, uh, up until I think I was about 13 years old and I dealt with um, an emotionally abusive stepfather. And I, so Kristen, I'm going to point to this as some emotional trauma making me not believe. Um, <laughs> but that was when I started really considering the motivations of people. You just, you just hate God because. No, you know. I don't. I, I never, I, oh my God, God, believing I think there's God. A, there's a Kevin Sorbo movie out there for in, you right now. In so much of a way. Um, so for me, I, I wasn't an agnostic theist. God was a given. And, um, and up and up, I actually until I was about fourteen when I started learning about uh, when I started actively researching other religions. Um, when I was a young child, I'd started being like, "Oh, all the gods must be real because they believe them as much as me." Uh, <laughs> I did, I did, I, I went that route. But um, wow! But when I when I was hurting because of an emotionally abusive relationship, you know, with a stepfather, not romantic. That's <laughs> not that dark, guys. Um, All of a sudden, I want to see some Jerry Lee Lewis for some reason. Yeah, not not that dark. Just he was an <laughs> asshole, and uh, the, that's the easiest way to explain. He was an asshole uh, to a thirteen-year-old, <laughs> which is really shitty of a person to be. But it's real easy, let me tell you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was. I'm joking. God damn it. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, my point being was um, I did believe. I did believe that there was somebody looking out there for me. Um, And yet, even then, I didn't do good things because I thought they'd get me into heaven. I didn't fear sin so much. Uh, When I got to about 14, 15, and I started believing in, like, Eastern religions and karma and shit. I started blaming myself for every stubbed toe, for every pain. I was like, karma dictated this. Every I'm bad thing is my fault. Somewhere. God damn it. Yeah, so, I mean, it started getting real dark. And then um, as I learned more, I started to realize none of this makes any sense. But again, I was never raised with the whole, if you don't believe, it's a sin. Because that I did go to Catholic school, but <laughs> I was constantly questioning it anyway. <laughs> so, so, yeah, my whole family was just like, yeah, all right. So, Dustin, it's, you're... it's just so interesting to, for me to talk to, to hear somebody tell their story of believing to the point where they, they were. We're going to make other believers. Other <laughs> languages, man. Yeah. Like, fuck. So, I you're... came in third place on the. Greek proficiency exam when I entered the seminary. Wow. Tied for third place. Jesus, man. Yeah, tied for third. So deep with it where I was out by the time I was 17. I was like, yep, not a Christian. Mine was moving to Utah at like 15. (laughs) (laughs) That pretty much did me in. (laughs) So, Dustin, you're how many episodes into Atheist Nomads nowadays? Uh, We released 129 yesterday. Ooh. Damn. So, 
there is a future for people that actually keep at this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. If you don't stop releasing episodes, people those numbers start getting really big. I know shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're we're crossing the threshold into being in one year. Season one is almost over. So we're so oh, excited. Nice. Oh man! But anyway, have you? Did you, do your parents listen to the show at all? Or yeah, that, that's yeah, really do. fucking cool. My mom doesn't. Yeah. But my dad's about to start. I need to start putting it more on the Facebook, my my own personal Facebook. But there's so I got so many believers in the family where they're going to be like, I'm offended by your not loving God. So, what's crazy is my mom actually likes the way we cover the news stories. Thinks we provide a nice balanced perspective on it. God forbid. <laughs> we, it, I, I don't feel the need to get hyperbolic in describing somebody being a douchebag. Yeah, it's, describing it their actions is, is enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, where can people find your show again, Dustin? Just to, just to make sure we get that one last plug in there before we start talk before we start wrapping it up here. Atheistnomads.com. That's so goddamn easy. We just barely bought our URL a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I bought mine before we actually recorded the first episode. Well, I I set, up, I set up the 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 podcast network, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna be the flagship show for it. But I'm like, no, oh, people are gonna want to know how to easily define the show. It'd be like, okay, if it's Utah Outcast, put a .com at the end of it, and it'll just redirect. There you go. Yay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's get to our highs and lows for the week, and we're going to call it an episode, and we will scuttle off to the after show. Hopefully Dustin can join us. If he can't, it's fine. It's it's late. <laughs> so let's see. For highs and lows for this week, anybody want to start off? I'm going to say Felicia because she's yawning, but no. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, hi, I'll, I'll go first. Hi for me this week. Okay. I'm, I'm officially 36-year-old, and I'm usually pretty depressed about birthdays and shit, but Sometimes when you get like the birthday card from the kids where it's like, Dad, I love you so much. Happy birthday. Makes you feel real good. Mm. Happy birthday, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. And let's and I got to eat I got to go to lunch with my wife and you know, I, I jokingly put on Facebook earlier this week about playing Afternoon Delight, which was kind of funny just as a joke and it's, some people will get the joke out there, but uh anyway, <laughs> the uh the low point for me this week is getting a call from my school, uh, my school, my kids' school, my oldest kid's school. Uh, saying that one of my my daughter had been in a scuffle with a kid out in the playground, that the kid hit her in the face and arm with a stick, ah! like hard, like, mm-hmm. and so like I the the first instinctual message to my wife is like, who is the kid? Where does he live? And how can I kill him? <laughs> <laughs> and so it, like she got a message today from the kid like sorry i hurt you and you know it was obviously something that the parents did so mm-hmm. i drop her off to school most days of the week so when i take her to school on monday or sorry tuesday because monday's a holiday i'm gonna be like which kid was it again and i'm gonna say some shit i'm gonna scare the fuck out of a little kid i'm gonna <laughs> go to a seven-year-old boy and be like don't ever fucking talk to my kid again I'm oh gonna... yeah use the curse words they're terrifying. Oh yeah, the kid's gonna be like, "He used a naughty word with me." And if the parents, what are we gonna do? What are the parents gonna, 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 gonna go tell his parents, be like, "My the kid's dad said something to me," and I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I said something because your kid <laughs> hit mine with a stick. Your kid's a fucking sociopath." <laughs> kids are sociopaths, X. You know that, they, but they I think it's are. not yeah. unless you're teaching. So I'm I'm gonna condone this behavior. I'm gonna condone it because you know. Threats of violence kept me in line as a little boy. So, (laughs) 
You don't have to threaten violence. Just be like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, throw out the fuck word, you know? When I'm already intimidating enough as it is, I'm, <laughs> I just show up there and be like, yo, don't talk. You're going to leave her alone. You're not going to talk. You're going to leave her alone. You're not going to mess with her. She's my friend. No, she's not. No. <laughs> oh, I scare the fuck out of kids all the time, and I'm tiny, so it's awesome. I'd be like, yeah, hey. but your job, you can brandish a knife. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> knives are fantastic, and I like geek out over sexy knives. That's not that's not lie. No, I, I, and and I don't and and I don't have a fetish. I don't. That's not my. No, thing. no, I don't have a fetish at all. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I have fetishes. It's just not over knives. <laughs> Okay, so what? that's it for me. That's that's my high and low for the week. What about you guys? Anybody? Uh, oh, God, I got away, you guys. Oh, I got away. Sorry, I needed this so bad. Like, I, I thought I was drowning. I was this close. And, and you guys know how much I love my job. I was this close to quitting. Well, after they yeah. said no to the raise, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, it was bad, but... I'm back and I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'm all right. I'm happy. No, don't settle, Felicia. God damn it. Don't settle. (laughs) I'm not done fighting for the raise, but I'm saying that I'm not, I'm not like this close to quitting. Out the door. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I I was, I was in a bad place. The holidays are terrible. Like you don't, (laughs) you don't understand they are a nightmare situation where you cannot win. And I mean several nights, several nights in like inconsolable tears crying. <laughs> and and I it, it was bad. It was bad. And <laughs> so I'm I'm feeling much better now. Uh, I got away. I, I spent some I spent four absolutely wonderful days with my fella. Like, oh, we talked and we had such a good time and oh, it was fabulous. I don't know. It was great. I got away. And low. The water got really hot at the sinks at work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's scraping the barrel. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. I was finding something. Oh, the water. I had a good week. I had a really good week. <laughs> That's good. Kyle or Dustin, you, uh, one of you guys want to go next? Uh, I'll go okay. last. Okay. All right. Um, so there was, uh, there, there was a significant break from just before Christmas to this week, uh, where there are like no movie screenings at all. <laughs> so I got used to it. It just, yeah, used to not thing. going, to I those. got used to not going to movies. Um, and then they started up again and I'm ex- I was excited. Like, ah, go, go to go see movies again. Um, but we need to remind right, people <laughs> right out of the gate. The first movie of 2016 is the fucking Michael Bay Benghazi movie. Benghazi. Oh, yes, I want to hear all about this. Um, so, yeah, it's late and I could go on a long time. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's just Which say we need it, to get it's... another show going on the network just for <laughs> <laughs> just for just for this yeah yeah um i've got a lot of details on the on our our website on watch play read yeah uh which if you if you want all the details go go check that out and you can find um, all kyle's reviews there as long as, yeah, as well as caitlin's yes. Was, yes she was a guest on the show at one time so yes uh, and will be will be again in, in the future. future um 
it is the the movie is basically the equivalent of a sequined American flag G string on a guy you don't ever want to see wearing this six inches from your face <laughs> playing Eye of the Tiger and pelvic thrusting. Oh. That's basically what it is. Yeah, that's that's how subtle this movie is. Man. It is. Same. It is. Uh, X, I'm gay. I mean, but I'm, I mean, I'm gay, but I'm not that gay. No, uh, it's this is not good. It, it's it's an ill-fitting thong, and there is no grooming going on, and there's hairs poking out. I thought wrong, uh, Jeremy. Immediately, this is, they didn't. They didn't. Whack. It's not. It's not a pretty sight. It's it's hyperbolic as fuck. Has Jim from the office though? <laughs> yeah. No you know, way. You know, I the the acting is fine, uh, except where the dialogue and the direction is such shit that there's nothing any competent BBA. actor could do with it. Um, so yeah, fuck this movie. Uh, it's fuck. This is not a this is not a good way to start Dude, the year. I can see the poster Kyle's now. Still, like dying. <laughs> dot dot dot. Quote unquote. It's it is, this is not a good this is not it's a good fuck. way to start the year. This is not not <laughs> a good way to start the year. On the fog. <laughs> this is fuck. It's it's fuck. Kyle Steen like watch play. No. <laughs> to put it to put oh it in God, perspective. That's the so, best description I've ever heard in my life. It's fuck. <laughs> So after after every sing after every after every studio screening, um, you always have to give you know your immediate feedback to your the liner. studio the yeah. studio representatives. This is where they get the lines to put that they put on posters. Amazing, right. you know, um, spectacular. I've I I know I know these reps pretty well. I've been working with them for a while, uh, and I was one of the last to walk out of the theater. And they saw me walking out, and they were laughing. <laughs> they were just they laughing know. watching watching me just just drag like, my ass and i get about eight feet away stop look at him and go america Fuck yeah. it's like okay well is that your like official comment it's like no i i it's like watching a guy jerk off with an american flag yeah i showed that to william <laughs> yeah that was, was like okay they that was that was my official comment to the studio. That's yep. my like fetish. jerking off with an American flag. Yep. Jesus, man. <laughs> it's a good thing you have a good rapport with them. <laughs> I yeah. hope they yeah. print that on the box. I hope they do too. So I that higher the low. That'd be better than when That was kind of that was kind of a high a high, a high and, and, low. and a low. That you got to go um, back to movies but at the low time. You, you got, got to go back to movies. But here fuck. <laughs> It's fuck. A bad movie. A, a, a bad that's movie is just like, a, ba- that's a bad I'm movie is great. That movie forever. I'm never gonna see this movie. I'm never gonna see this movie. But I'm gonna describe no, it. Like sure. if anybody ever asked me about it, I'm gonna be like it's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's my official my my friend who's the critic. That's his official description. It's fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, it's well, it's from a historical perspective. Uh, a lot of people that are a lot of real people that are represented in this movie uh, have already come out to say that's not what fucking happened. <laughs> that's wrong. Did, was Seriously? there an order? Was there an order yeah. from the White House for them to stand down in the movie? 
N- yes. Okay, well, not, so that not, definitely didn't not happen. From, not from the White House, but from the CIA director who was there. And he came out saying, yeah, there was no stand down order ever. <laughs> I no, that did not happen. Man. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it's really fun to have something bad to start off the year with that <laughs> you can you, you can really get your teeth into rather than something great that you have to sit there and go. It was good for reasons. All right, so Dustin, what about you, man? Oh, I could totally top that. <laughs> <laughs> so my high is I've, I've been sick for two weeks and uh, went to the doctor today and got what? some antibiotics. What? So what? You know that pneumonia uh, is going to get you again one of these you days. You said that was high. That was like you, That's you the high. high. I, I will get better. That's this has been a shitty week. <laughs> the low was my wife's uh, temp job coming to an unexpected end. Oh, fuck. Oh, so we are now uh, so. scrambling. <laughs> so now rather than being uh, double income, no kids, we're single income, no kids. Oh, so you'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm joking. Student loans. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Idaho wages. Yeah. I got through school. Uh, the little school I went through, I don't think I ever finished. I, I never finished my second semester. I'm my associate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I never finished my second semester, so... No student loans here. Yeah, when I dropped out of the seminary, I was at $50,000 total. Oh, my God, oh my man. God. <laughs> study absolute bullshit? They get you both ways, man. And when I took the deferrals, when I was unemployed a couple of years ago, uh, it ended up jacking up my loan payments about $200 a month. Fuck me, man. And so oh, those are like yeah. regular, regular old like federal loans, so it's like the Stafford loans where you get the... The Stafford didn't. No, the Perkins didn't change. The Stafford did, and the graduate loans I got, those changed. Oh man, <laughs> jeez, dude, <laughs> I feel bad because that sucks. That real oh, because you were going for the, uh, you were going for the master slash doctorate area, and so that's mm-hmm. when shit gets real expensive. <laughs> well, it was a cheap program. But I was working a minimum wage job part time mm. in Michigan, so that was federal minimum wage. Yeah, fucking. And <laughs> had to eat and live, and that's not cheap. Nope. Unless you want to live off ramen noodles. <laughs> even yeah. then, well, I was, even then, <laughs> I was doing that. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Hey, Dustin, I really <laughs> appreciate you coming out for this week. Yeah, uh, thanks for having we'll me. Have you, have you out again in the future? Get your co-host on the show one of these times. We can we can handle quite a few people on this show. We can load up all these men's on the show and be good with it. So uh, check us out at uh, utahoutcast.com, uh, 347-669-3377. Skype, Twitter, not Skype, sorry. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Utah Outcast. Just look for us there. Um, and until then, I hope you guys have a good week, and uh, you're welcome. Fun week. Sorry. <laughs> I kept waiting for it. Just waiting for it. I know. I'm sorry. I was really thirsty. I woke up again this morning with the sun in my eyes. When Mike came over with a script surprise. A mafioso story with a twist. A two-world fool, Julie Newmar, here to get your ass out of bed. He said, I'll explain it on the way. But we did nothing.
sketch in the form They might turn to me and say What you think we got done, son? We found a conclusion I'm out. more stupid. <laughs> I'm out of I'm out of rum. <laughs> Fuck. I am not out of vodka, but I'm thinking I'm gonna be done anyway. Yeah, yeah I've got two beers I need to <laughs> that wanna leave me now. Okay. <laughs> I had a big dinner, so like all the vodka I drank hasn't affected me at all. I did not. Did I went to Crown it? Burger. You can't not like. Oh. oh God, I love Crown Burger. I know. See, everybody local is like, oh Crown Burger. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Crown Burger. God, I, I wish. fucking love Crown Burger. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Please. Uh, that's a Greek family. I bet you they wouldn't. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.